2: Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I uh, took my driver's test last week at the DMV.
1: Got a 70. It's the lowest score you can get, but I passed. The thing is, when I was done with the test, you know, the guy that drives with you, you know, during the test, right? Yeah, well, anyways, he goes, uh,
2: young man, you're gonna die at a very young age. <laughs> is that true? <laughs>
1: Where's Todd?
3: (laughs) This is film sack. Oh, sure. Hello, Filmophobes? No, film. <laughs> Filmophobes. I'm so
2: scared of film. What's the Do word? The film films, lovers.
3: Film lovers is what I meant. Filmophiles. Why did... Filmophiles. 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 Cinephiles. Filmophiles. Cinephiles. Okay. I, don't, I don't like that phrase. Either. You don't like go files ahead. at the end Cine- of
4: things. Cinebites.
3: Yeah. Cinebites. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> Wait, those aren't those like pinhead? In the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. Okay.
2: But it kind of fits. Awesome. Yeah, cinema, uh,
3: cinema bites. Perfect. Per- it fits our show. Hey, mm-hmm. welcome to FilmSack, everybody. Cinebites. This is FilmSack Mining the Very Depths of Film Entertainment for All Mankind episode. Uh, 459. And uh, we're uh, my, uh, already, did I say we're mining the very depths of film <laughs> entertainment for all mankind? We sure are. And
2: there's no, you, you only yeah, have to pay yeah. extra royalties if you
3: say it twice. Yeah, that's true. Uh, let's get right to it. Uh, I'm Scott Johnson, joined today
4: by Brian. Always poo before you fly, Dunaway. How topical, right on, Scott? Oh, hi. Before I start, I would like to preemptively apologize for discussing certain bodily functions that are typically off the table in ordinary times. But these, my friends, are not ordinary times. So from the top. Oh, hi. Sorry, guys. I know I'm running a bit late today. I had some trouble with the usual pre-show duke. <laughs> oh, wait. Can I say duke? How about dookie? That kind of takes the sting out of that word. Makes it a little more palatable, right? Oh, <laughs> please tell me you guys take a pre-show dookie. Do you really want to be in the middle of a show and get get like that runny stank? Oh, humanity. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> what? I don't know. That's what they said in the. Sh- that's what they said in the movie. It was like it was like a runny, <laughs> runny stank or something. Anyway, all the humanity. Anywho, while I was doing my business, I reached for some TP and <gasps> there was none. Well, my kids must have heard me crying and brought me a roll. They had been hoarding for me. Apparently, I'm a bit over overzealous when it comes to the toilet tickets. So you know what you're going to say. So they saved my life. You might would say they intervened. Oh, man, I had the greatest kids. Ooh. Brr. Where's that breeze coming from? I must have left the window open while I was doing the do. Hold on a second. How? I'll, I'll just. Uh, I'll just get that real quick. Oh, now my coffee. Right on my mixer. Man, ah, uh, just going to sling this XLR cable around my neck then, so I can get a better <laughs> angle to clean up this mess. Whoa. Perhaps waxing my floor. So close to showtime was a mistake. <laughs> oh, Dookie. <laughs> oh, Todd.
3: There goes Todd. Who's, who's next? Yeah, who's next is right. I take a mid-show
2: dookie. I, I've never heard us actually do the uh, chicken and bucket thing. Is that still a thing? Do we still do that? Oh, is that, yeah, uh, yeah, is that yeah, when yeah. you go? All right. That yeah, makes sense during, now. Yeah. When's right. the
4: last time you heard somebody say dookie?
2: I was trying to think of
4: their night. I was like... Right now, just now, never. you did. You couple you hear couple, that word anymore. A
2: couple friends and I were arguing about the best Green Day album. Oh, yeah. Mm, and yeah it, my, uh, is it, though? My is brother,
4: yeah. uh,
0: you know, growing up in a household where we couldn't curse, my brother was the, the king of Utah swearing, and he used to say dookie all the time. Oh,
1: that's <laughs> right. adorable.
3: We never said dookie. We, my mom called it a jobby. She says, Do you need to take a, a jobby? jobby? Do you need to make a jobby? You and your made-up Utah words. I'm telling you, that was not my mom. I don't think anyone on this planet but my mother said jobby. A jobby. Yeah. Really? Anyway. You uh, got to also- make? You got to make? Scott, you gotta, you gotta do the poop. <laughs> you gotta make a jobby. All right, jobby. Uh, with us also, Randy. Death will never get past all this duct tape. Jordan,
0: aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian. Hi. Uh Randy. Here's the story. Okay. Some body handler told me that death is coming for me while squirting fluids on my friend's head. This girl with me's kinda numb really. Everyone is dumb. There's no way we can stay. We're all soon dead. So we all started dying. Grim Reaper horrifying. The way we each went was so terrifying. There wasn't a way to stop what's done except for me. I'm the chosen one. It's hard to save. I'm not so brave and the FBI is on my ass now. But three of us made it somehow we're gonna be fine saying <laughs> <laughs> you
4: know what? my favorite part of that was trying to time up the snapping with skype or the uh, yeah. discord delay i, know, I didn't yeah. realize yeah, snapping at the time ain't working. Yeah, it was no, like, uh... it really was off. We did this the other day, me and Ibit, we were like trying to figure out. <laughs>
3: we
2: trying to figure out how the Backstreet Boys all synced up. Yeah. Uh, how they were all in sync when they did that uh, live recording. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. How the Backstreet Boys were in sync. That's In-sync. good.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. yeah See so how I changed it up? That's pretty Thanks good. That. All right. I
3: enjoyed that, Randy. That was, a, that was, that was very, good. Like that. very good. Very extra, good. Extra points we'll today. Uh, also with us, and finally, Brian,
2: he's Agent Ween. I'm Agent Shrek Ibit. Asian wee. Wee. all right guys i need to tell you something you know how there's this thing where if you avoid a terrible tragedy somehow fate follows you to make sure that your destiny will eventually be completed mm-hmm. well something weird happened to me last night and because we all avoided the same horrible experience i think it's going to happen to each one of us one by one mm-hmm. so i got done watching last night's movie final destination and afterwards we still had a little time so i decided to start watching something else but just then The lights flickered and a weird shadow appeared behind me that I could only see in the reflection of the TV. I could just feel some sort of weird presence in the room. I tried selecting different things and Netflix, nothing happened. I tried Hulu, nothing there either. (laughs) Disney Plus, Apple TV Plus, Shutter, HBO Go, HBO Now. Oh my God. Finally. (laughs) Nightmare. I tried Amazon Prime and it would only let me select one thing. Guys, it made me watch Dracula 3000.
4: <laughs> oh, no way, man. Fate fate was there.
3: <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, by the way, there was some confusion. I'm glad you brought this uh, the idea of confusion up, the concept of confusion. Mm-hmm. There is a uh, movie called Final Destination, and then there's one called The Final Destination, Right. And there was the same series. It is. It is. But there are people who were like, which one am I watching? And I got uh, there were some emails and some tweets and some other stuff. And then even we started talking about it. Um, Hopefully, everybody who's hearing this watched the 2000 film, not the 2009 film. Right, uh, right.
2: the The older film starring Ellie Larder and Sean William right. Scott is yes. the only right. recognizable. Well, you know, yeah. I don't think it'd
4: be that tragic because I think you still pretty much watch the same movie. You, you'll, you'll still get entertainment from this podcast. Well, let though. me How, ask. Let me ask um, you this:
3: Is the Final Destination like a
4: reboot, or because that's usually what you do when you do a name like part? it's part? Yeah, it's part for the three D one? And uh, I, I I recognized a couple of the elements that were similar. I mean, it's all the same movie. I mean, it's just a series of what happens when you you know avoid death and it comes for you. Well,
1: the, oh,
2: I thought there was already a four. Is there not already? A four? Oh, no, I guess four is the that, final. That, then yeah, back four to is final the final. Destination five, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, they
3: got rid of the the again. That's, right. weird. That's weird. That's a weird thing to we, do.
2: How, how soon are we going to be done with this situation where when we do a reboot, we... When Hollywood does a reboot, they they drop sequel numbers, they drop all sorts of things, and make it this confusing thing. Like, I don't know, is this new Rambo film part of? Is this where does this go in the order? Or what about this uh, uh, Rocky Balboa? What? What's mm, this? So this is a this is a thing for
0: creatives, like people who create things. There's a point past which they don't want it just to be another incrementing number. And they, they really, really want, like, the world to see the movie John Rambo as this, like, standalone thing. Mm-hmm. And, and so they just, like, they, you know, the person creating it, in this case Stallone, uh, like, he
4: has this instinct to not let it be called Rambo 5. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. That's because so, he got so much crap from the Rocky movies because it was just so straight up. It's like, Rocky, one. Rocky, two. Rocky. <laughs> and well, and even then, a lot they, be, they eventually did that.
3: There, they went with Rocky Balboa yeah. and erased the numbers again. And that there, sort there's of thing.
0: A, there's a lot to be said for if if they were just called the Fast and the Furious four and five and six and seven and eight that mm-hmm. you would not later know in your mind which was which. You like wouldn't be able to distinguish them. The fact is, you can't distinguish them anyway. Right. Right. So, yeah, I was going right, to say it, I don't it even know, but right. it, but the people making them are trying to give them a name that you're going to relate to the film later it's just it's it's right which is the one
2: where to they do the car racing
0: oh that's
3: the <laughs> all of them but hobbs and shaw that's the only one <laughs> uh no like you're you're make a good point and i also think that i mean you start you starting to see this actually in video games now that we can have video games that are that have 25 30 year uh mm-hmm. distances between their originals like the doom 2016 reboot uh Drop numbers entirely just said, Hey, what what if we called it doom? (laughs) And that was it. Like, and, and,
0: and and, and the fact is if they had called it doom, whatever number, and and then there was a a new one out and it was called doom that plus one, it would not be as distinguishable as doom eternal is. Agreed. Agreed. I really, in your, in your mind, you really
4: do know uh, the difference there.
3: I think that's why I think it worked for star Wars and and a lot of other people just kind of had to catch up. It's like, Sure, well, it's he, a big he, difference
4: when you start using Roman numerals. Well, I mean, he added in. numbers, sure, but
3: but the idea was that right. it was Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, and these subnames, these these colon you know subnames, sure, would work for them. I don't think the porn industry ever got this memo though, because yeah. you start to see you know dirty butts fifteen or whatever.
2: But, be, but I mean, you bring dirty up butts stores, fifteen. 15. Dirty butts 15. <laughs> Please go wash those dirty butts. Um <laughs> Uh, but Star Wars, you know, sure, it still said episode four in the crawl, but it, right. Empire Strikes Back still had the number, right? I mean, it wasn't yeah, like he came yeah. out with, wasn't like episode. they came out with the one and just called it Wars. <laughs> no, no, you're right. You're right. That's
3: yeah. a good point. Like they, it was always Star Wars episode. Well, mm-hmm. so that's even actually the, not true because the, the original, because the original was just a new hope. It was Star Wars, a new hope. They didn't have episode four until they did the changes later. And then they put that in the credits. So that that was a that was a retro fix on the numbering. However, right. Kind of like um, what they
2: did with Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost yes, Ark. Yes, yes, yes.
3: Very good point. That's exact. Almost mm-hmm. it well. And again, George Lucas. So maybe he has a has it. He's touched. He has a this. thing. Mm-hmm. He right. has a thing.
2: I'm gonna put it's, this one. It's a beta test, yeah, but I'm gonna just change gonna the name this, uh, if it uh, works out. I tried here. Just I have a note, but
3: it's in my uh, chin skin. Can you pull it out? Okay. Terrible. <laughs> it's
1: a post-it. <laughs> I dropped a post-it in my third chin. <laughs>
3: Uh, anyways, so the point is, uh, final destination. That's the point. And um, yeah, two thousand. Uh, two thousand. Yeah, this is the the a, original original. Right, a,
4: a young cast that uh, that yeah, they, they <laughs> largely they, they,
2: went on to nothing else. Went,
4: yeah, right. I mean, still, <laughs> but I thought I thought they did a fantastic job. The whole cast, considering that the whole concept is to act scared, or you know. At crazy, based on nothing. I yeah. mean, really, yeah. you, you can't see it. The it's invisible a, killer. A, yeah, exactly. It's the invisible right. killer. Yeah. Right. So I, I think these. Guys I thought did they were gonna play. Job. I thought
3: they were gonna play up more of this. In fact, I'm gonna call the chick in the bucket a little bit of a plot thing because I thought they were gonna play this up more that oh, it's the kid who's doing these murders because by the time the teacher died, right. she had a knife in her chest. He had held it and put his prints right. all over it. His and they made a point of showing
2: his shoe marks. And so we mm, right. know that
3: he's a suspect, but they don't really follow that through.
2: They don't really kind of go- do a little bit because you see um, uh, Billy uh, Sean William Scott say, "Dude, they, right. they, you know, you, the fire caramelized her blood. Don't know if yes. that's really a thing. Caramelized right. her blood, and they could see your shoe prints, and they found mm. your foot pr- or fingerprints on the knife. So, I mean, the police were aware that he." Right. Oh, yeah, I love for that sure. That, I love that that
0: character, Billy, was apparently involved in the fastest <laughs> investigation that has ever happened.
2: That's right. Yes.
0: I mean, it must have, that whole investigation must have taken
2: place within an right. hour. of... Explosion. They do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The police, I, if the police I, brought uh, uh, Alex's uh, fingerprints right. to the crime scene. Just yeah, we we pretty much it's <laughs> him. So, if,
4: if there was a twist that turned out to be that it was an individual and not just a, a, a stalking death, I definitely think the Billy Hitchcock character played by Sean William Scott was our most likely suspect, as he's always riding around with no purpose on that bike, no purpose or point to to travel, <laughs> other than to show up conveniently. At every death.
3: Well, he's your he's your high school ding dong. He's like your uh, right. he's that guy that's eating too many whoppers while he's in the plane waiting for it to take off and looking all looking <laughs> he's around. Almost, going, yeah, he's yeah. almost your
2: Spicoli or your uh, yeah. yeah yeah. He's a you know like he's one he's one pot cigarette away from being your Spicoli,
3: <laughs> but he's also you know portrayed as super dumb. And if you ask me, he got the worst death, man. Jeez Louise's like didn't half it, your no, was his
1: death.
0: Was, yeah, oh his head. death was very very fast, and yeah. and that's the way you want to go. Like right. if you're gonna if you're gonna look at this movie as a bunch of so okay so death is really incompetent like mm-hmm. the grim reaper sucks <laughs> at his job yeah right In this, the grim reaper is. apparently cannot just reach into your chest and squeeze your heart and kill you right like, right the, like no we, <laughs> the grim reaper has to has to trick you. Into
4: some sort of gruesome end, you know. He's a, he's a master of the elements. Is really what death is in this. He's a, you know he's like an airbender. He's like bending air and yeah. Except and, he's not bending
3: and, air. He's just bending like appliances and and sheetrock right. and shit. You know, just stuff. Right. Right. That's around. And I kind of like it. it. I, I like
4: that he has to be stealthy. Like he he's the death has to be stealthy up until the point that he just doesn't give a f anymore. Cuz yeah. he's all like he's all like I'm going to slowly let this water out and I'm going to slowly
2: blow this. Yeah. It's kind of the dim reaper. He's
4: yeah, kind yeah, of uh, the reaper. dim
3: reaper very good. And he also <laughs> has to the I mean one of the things that's the silliest things about this movie and maybe the series, but also the one of the things I think that makes it work so well is it has to live by a certain rule set code. And the, right, right. yeah code. code and the kids yeah. got the code figured out pretty much and no, and it, no he doesn't sort of <laughs> but it can't but he but you know this idea that it has to be in order and it was the people who would right. die in order on the plane and and now it's got to be exactly that and if not it will skip to the next one that's yeah. a fun premise that you can just do all sorts of crazy stupid stuff with i, I love is, that yeah. that we're
4: dealing with clairvoyance and empaths because that's what we're really dealing with Point. And then uh, Clear, by the way, the weirdest name ever. I could have swore her name was Claire. <laughs> oh, I know, I uh, thought so too. And then you look it up, yeah.
2: and it her, her full name is Clear Rivers. Yeah. Clear Rivers. Uh, okay, hippie, so she's an empath. So parents. she's picking
4: up all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She had a hippie and it's parents. it's just this. I almost feel like this could have been what the New Mutants should have been. It, it's like uh, that horror kind of. They got special <laughs> powers, and they're fighting you say should day. have been it's funny should you say
2: that because this is the weekend we would it's have kinda. seen finally right. oh is this the, the weekend movie. this was it yeah this, oh. this was going to be the <laughs> it finally that's why it finally my mind. settled on a date and finally we're going to release it and then uh, after COVID, years and we're going to so do fast. it yeah. yeah. Their
4: final destination yeah. was this weekend and they didn't they couldn't
2: come <laughs> <play>
3: yet. <laughs> right, exactly. Well done.
4: Uh, did you did you stand up and cheer when uh when the when the tag on the bag said final destination? I was like, Yeah. No, but I got excited Ooh. when Trent Reznor sang the words of it.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, that
0: was good. Actually was that, that was, Trent Reznor? For me for me it was spotting it was, was, spotting, ca- okay. it was mm-hmm. spotting Canada that made me so happy throughout this movie. Oh, yeah. That was good. Uh, too. Every little way that every w- little way that Canada bled through uh, their right. story, which is allegedly set in the states, made me made me really pleased. Yeah, uh, I, but i I really want to I really want to really come back around on like what this movie was about because like we kind of skipped uh, the the whole point, right? Which is right. uh, there like death Death takes you, right? So like death is a real entity that comes and gets you, mm-hmm. and every and everybody seems to be okay with that, including our. Uh, our uh, incredibly wise, angelic black man, who is our chick in the bucket.
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tony, Tony, one. Although, Tony
1: although,
0: Todd, or are you
4: talking about the... Oh, the Tony, 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 Tony Todd, Todd, for sure. Tony oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: He's, Candy man. He's useless in this thing,
2: my gosh. He's Well, he's useless, but maybe not, because yeah. according to the Wikipedia, uh, full name William Bloodworth, great mm, name for Blood a uh, medical examiner, mm. he apparently is the devil. And oh. he's kind of the through line through the entire series, with the exception of the final destination um but like he he and ali larder both appear in in final destination two he his voice is in final destination three all of them appear every every um every movie's Survivor. characters appear in final destination five i guess in flashbacks Oh, oh uh, I didn't realize
3: they tied them that close together. I figured there's just I know, like, different people Part everywhere.
2: five, where we finally answer all your
4: questions. Yeah. Right. But nobody
2: appears in four that's appeared in a previous movie. Yeah. Everywhere else is kind of uh, referenced before. It's well, kind of
4: like uh, Halloween. What was it? Halloween three that was off the rails? Oh. Uh, but. De-
2: oh, that was. Yeah, that was the one that just did not feature any any right. real ties to the previous movie. Kind of like uh, Troll 2. Yeah, a little like right, Troll right, 2. Right. Is its own new thing, but.
3: Yeah, and garbage at that.
0: Um. So, so our hero, so our, everybody's everybody's a teenager except for uh, one teacher and our, our you know some other like one time thing. FBI guys obviously aren't teenagers, but this is a movie. This is a movie about a bunch of high school seniors, and our hero is poor man's Alex O'Loughlin, and you'll uh, and,
2: and can a and poor man had, not afford Alex O'Loughlin anyway? <laughs> yeah, right. that's
0: exactly right. That's exactly right. Oh wow, we don't even have
2: it. that kind of budget.
0: All right, think about it. Who has who has made more episodes of a TV show in the last ten years than Alex Laughlin? It's incredible. Yeah, it's got to be. Well, making I guess bank. I guess Scott Con would be the answer to that question. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> the uh, uh, our our hero uh, has a premonition, right? And right. it. Uh, it causes uh, he and a bunch of of randomly selected people to get thrown off a plane. That scene is the most interesting thing in the whole movie, yeah, and yeah. I wish I wish it could have gone on a lot longer yeah. because that like. Well, the movie never gets as good as this scene where our hero, a teenager, has a premonition right. and all kinds of people get wrestled off That's of an airplane. It's amazing. a very, yeah. a
4: very early inciting incident that just is it. It ratchets it up. I felt the pressure the entire way through on this film, and I love that. I miss that in some films.
1: Yeah, and I wish they would have carried it through more
3: of the movie because the the rest of the movie was just like Spider-Sense instead of actual premonitions, Mm -hmm. you know? Right. I would have liked more of him going... I don't know, maybe maybe that would get old, but just living through one of the deaths again
4: and then realizing, oh right. my gosh, it's about to happen because I just saw the whole thing happen again. There's something fun mm-hmm. about that. I would love M. Night Shyamalan have taken a stab at this, but then at the end, they would have said, okay, you can't write the ending. We're 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 doing the ending. Somebody else is going to do the ending. I would like to see him all the way up until the point before the twist.
0: <laughs> all right, let's get it. Let's get it out on the table right now. You did or you loved or hated the ending? Go. Who? Um,
3: Somebody. I hated the ending. But I also am okay with it because it it this this movie adhered to the template that I loved when I was a teenager, which is right uh, the the few survivors that you do have you think it's all over they're sitting around sipping tea at what's supposed to be France or where the hell they're at now right and then oh no yeah. the freaking right. the giant sign swinging down and he's gonna die it's like oh and we're gonna leave everything yeah. there like there's something about right. that that I love from this a is, campy standpoint this is
4: kruger but, right this is freddie Krueger sticking his arm out the door and grabbing mom mm-hmm, by the yes. head ending
2: carrie's hand reaching from the grave and right yes yeah it's all that great way by of the point.
0: way uh it's it shows you how the french like film commission is divided up into provinces that they didn't uh <laughs> hurry over to montreal to quebec to to film the france scenes they just went back to victoria Uh, because they were they were stuck in bc you know like most of the film happens in (laughs) vancouver but the 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 outdoor uh like restaurant scenes the the one where the girl gets hit by the bus and then the one at the very end are in victoria you can
4: totally convince american that you're in france just by a little outdoor Mm -hmm. bistro it's like there you go you're in france
2: Oh, there's a guy playing guitar, Right, but he looks French. He must so, be in so, France. So, uh, yeah,
4: <laughs> right. And then throw a mime in there, and you you nailed it. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. this cheese is delicious. Yeah. Oh, would you like a baguette? Yeah, you oh, want a yes.
2: baguette with it? Hey, is that
3: a lady with hairy armpits? We're in France. This is amazing. <laughs> We're in
2: France. Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui.
3: that's, that's great. But, it, but yeah, like Randy, to your point, I think the ending sucks as a rule. But as a rule, it's a fun trope, and I like it because that's what this movie is. I can't believe how much fun I had in this film. I I didn't expect it. I expected this to not age well. And in some ways it doesn't. The acting's not great. The, the hairstyles are all very late nineties. Everything just kind of strikes me as kind of old, but, uh, it has all the right ingredients and I'm actually, I'm I'm genuinely excited to watch the rest of these. I had, I kind of, yeah, it's the first, it
2: was, by the way, uh, uh,
0: I just, I, I want to call out the, uh, the weird cameo that I recognized. Um, at the in that last scene there's a guy standing on the street playing a guitar and mm-hmm. they really focus on him and that was lieutenant gata from battlestar galactica what ah, interesting <clears throat> oh really really yeah he, that's cool he was also in Watchmen and uh, uh like some other things like he's not an unknown actor and it was just so cool that well he, he would was, have been then that he, like
3: 2000 nobody knew him but <clears throat> but right. yeah
0: he's in all sorts of stuff now um I was going to say, uh,
3: uh, in the sequel, so in Mm 2, I haven't seen... So, uh, uh, Okay, sorry, let me back up. The only part of this I've ever seen is the plane part, and I don't remember in what context I saw it. Previous to this viewing, it was like I saw half of it on DVD or something, and then we had to leave or whatever. That's the only memory I have of it. Um, And so this is my first true watching of the full thing. A bunch of people on Twitter are telling me that 2 has the greatest death scenes in the whole series.
4: Yeah, 2... Two is way better with death scenes. The the tension is not as good, but the thrills are better. Yeah,
3: like you're
2: you're really getting tense. That is what this, I mean, that really, it's basically what this movie is all set up to be because the Saw movies are torture porn. The Scream movies are parody of previous previous horror movie kinds of things. This is basically what is the most intricate way we can kill somebody. What's
4: the Rube Goldberg machine of death? Exactly that we can figure out. Yeah, yeah. I think that sounds Uh, right.
2: So is the is is two just more Rube Goldbergian? Not not as not as much. It's more
4: like death has gotten swift, and it it, no matter what what quick decision you make, you're gonna be. uh, You just know it's not. It's almost like uh, somebody. but death the... never,
0: death never figures out how to just like use of a, a virus or right. or right. make give you organ failure. Death, right. death is just right. death, death. Death comes faster, trying... but he's still stupid.
2: But no, death, 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 death is, is not restricted. stupid. Death, death, is death is just restricted. trying to make a point. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, does, death is restricted to the things that you can get yeah. uh, when you spend all your extra money at the end of Wheel of Fortune on the. Death. On all the items with the ceramic dog, I, Death, I think death
0: has a bunch of gift cards to a hardware store. Basically, right. <laughs> Death, 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 death
4: works at Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think Tony Todd, uh, you know, he he kind of puts it uh, where it's at. He's like, "Yeah, you can escape Death, congratulations, uh, but but Death is going to take it personal, and as as such, he's gonna he's gonna make it the worst possible. He was going to be all kind and easy going on you, like." You know, it's going to blow you up really quick. You're out of here. But no, you, you're not playing the game. Oh, now you're going to get, i make an example out of you.
2: Yeah, sure. But the movie does ask the, or sets it up that, all right, if death misses you in the order that it was going in, right, it's going skip to skip you. over you until the back. Finishes, and then it's going to come back around. Like, is it like a census right. taker that, oh, nobody's right. home at that house? How many times does death try knocking on that door before he finally says, right. "All right, nobody's. I'm I'm skipping that house forever." Yeah, we've also, been using this method for decades. Also, and it seems
4: to be the thing that works the best.
3: And also, if that's if that's so easy to intervene, like if it's so mm-hmm. easy to intervene, just to say, "Ah, oh, get off the plane," or "Ah, oh, I pushed you out of the way," then mm-hmm. that means that death is being avoided constantly every day by many right. all, places only by, well, all around no the world. No one can
4: really. You have to be clairvoyant, right? That's the, well, that's the conceit sort of, you, except you, that one me guy, you, me and you wouldn't be clairvoyant. Yeah. But that
3: it. Carter kid, well, I don't think he was supposed to be clairvoyant and he pushed what's his name out of the way and it, and it skipped again. I don't know if, yeah, I don't oh. think that
2: was a clairvoyance thing. I think that was just like, yeah. no, the sign's going to hit him. I'm going to get him out of the way. Yeah. But yeah. I do think clear,
1: <laughs> clear. <laughs> clear, I do
2: think clear, which is, which is found in most airports these days. Yeah. Uh, you can get it ironically. <laughs> sure. Um I think that the it's implied that the power transferred over to her because she saw the bus in the I reflection thought, yeah, before the accident.
4: I thought she was picking up his powers because she was so, she was so, such a empath. You know, she was, she was starting to pick it up. She was actually starting to see a little bit. He was, he had opened her eyes. Just I guess ever so. so lightly. Either that or she was yeah. already sort of
3: force sensitive everywhere the hell. This thing is. I don't know. I think, right, I think, right.
2: I think it just transferred to her. He didn't, he couldn't see it anymore. Transferred to her. And, uh, and now she has the power. Yeah, she... All I think I didn't
4: like about his little theory, and I started to try to figure out the theory, but I just didn't feel like doing it. I just stopped. But uh, Alex, our our uh, main character here, he was like, uh, oh, the order is, is different than I thought it was because I moved seats. And I'm like, but weren't you going to fate do that anyway? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have mattered. So right. why are you trying to and throw some also, kind of twist that's not twisty? Also, you know? if
0: you're going to establish an order of deaths, an explosion right. is probably not the most obvious <laughs> way. Right, right. That that right. was really right. hamfisted to me. Yes, that he drew an order of deaths with with a pencil and paper. Be- that right. all happened within the same millisecond, you
2: know.
1: Yeah, he seems to have a pretty
2: good idea. Everybody was to still manifest. going to blow up. Yeah. these yeah. people yeah. where the the path of uh, fuel, the fuel intake line were what gonna gonna die a half a second earlier right. in yeah. that order. Right. And that's yeah. and that, value- is, that brings up another whole point. Like, great, you got all this stuff
3: mapped out. We know everybody is well done. But he's so mathematical about it. Maybe this is on purpose. But everybody seemed not not shocked enough when one of their friends died in a horrible way. Oh, absolutely! So when 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 Stifler lost lost half his head because a piece of sheet metal was laying on the tracks, they all just went and got blood all over themselves, and all just went, "Oh, weird." Well, no, makes sense. See the pattern, but pattern. I'm like, (laughs) dude, your (laughs) friend just had his head cut
0: off. What are you doing? That is pandering filmmaking, and who you're pandering to are teenagers. And teenagers want to be entertained by teenagers being super stoic and intelligent and so on. Mm -hmm. If you made an accurate depiction of teenagers having just seen someone die, you would just have them all burbling, crying and screaming all the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like like, so so yeah, I I think that's actually pretty cool. Like Mm -hmm. you you have to put yourself into your fifteen year old headspace. Right, but you you would have been you would have thought it was pretty cool. Yeah,
4: I think and, you're right. And this is you're kind of so good and it. this was kind of a you guys ever you guys watched uh, I know what you did last summer, right? Uh, mm-hmm. no, yeah. I've never seen that movie. Oh, oh, you wow. never seen that movie? Oh, I'm so, I'm so jealous. That's such you a great that's such a great film.
1: Yeah. Because it's like it's
0: like the it's like the best example of using all the tropes all mm. the tropes get get used in in their proper order and place in that movie
4: yeah everyone talks always
2: part, talks about part 80s. two is
4: better t- part two is better worse I uh, love it really I haven't Ever- seen part yeah. two but
2: I mean it it felt like uh I and it was, what you just basically summer. it was just basically scream with new actors I mean kind of well, but, but here's yeah, here's an sorta. argument you
3: could make an argument a lot of people say oh the 80s that's where it was at for uh teen horror mm-hmm. movies. I, I I'm starting to think the 90s is where where, where was oh, that? Yeah. things have matured. It can 90s. be both.
2: I mean, I feel like they're different kinds of horror. No. <laughs> I think, that, you know, in the 90s, we figured out how to dress it up with a little bit of humor to make it kind of tongue in cheek, funny. Um, right. Not necessarily, you know, write right out flat out comedy, but in the 80s, it was like, oh, no, we want the kids to be scared. We want them pissing their pants in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Uh, so I guess Freddy it kind de- of depends
4: what you're talking about as far as horror goes, because I mm. think the slasher films really peaked during the 80s, whereas I, I think there was still slashing going on during the 90s. It wasn't really about the slashing. Mm. I it guess was it was more actually about even, the suspense.
2: Mm. Yeah. And it was more the I mean, even the Freddy Krueger stuff did have a little bit of comedy to it. The Jason stuff and oh. the Michael Myers stuff didn't, you know, things like that. But they uh, they started veering into this comedy thing with um, oh, Freddy yeah. Krueger with the Nightmare movies and and it's like they forgot about that until the 90s and said oh yeah that comedy thing worked out pretty well with the nightmare movies could we do comedy that again horror now is my
4: favorite comedy yeah. horror is agreed my i absolute can't favorite. yeah
2: I, I couldn't give two craps about friday the 13th um movies but i do like when they right. it takes a lot more work and it's a lot more clever to try and fit comedy into your slasher film than oh, just i'm telling about. you
4: man even if even if i am in mortal danger if we are being stalked by the boogeyman. In between times, when there's down times, I'm making jokes. That's mm-hmm. be- that's mm-hmm. who I am, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and, uh, and
4: and so that's real to me.
1: Yeah.
0: I this movie this movie caused me to think a lot, like the whole movie about the difference between a thriller and a horror movie, and I couldn't ever really, I couldn't ever really draw a fine line around it because, like, I want to just make it a rule, like if there's more than three <laughs> killings of right. names, characters right not henchmen but like named characters known characters more than three or some or like if they're spread out throughout the whole film right mm-hmm. yeah. and like I couldn't I couldn't figure it out because for some reason I kept thinking about the first episode of Picard <laughs> and,
1: <laughs> and okay. like right
0: out of the like the very first thing you see in Picard is this couple getting killed yeah. right Yeah, mm-hmm. and they kind of they kind of like are meaningful and important and I'm just like is Picard a horror movie? No, <laughs> right, it's a thriller. Right. Without a doubt, it's a thriller. Yeah. You know, that's but what they're,
3: they're aiming like, for. Sure, I anyway, mean, they I, actually the first thing you see in that movie is him playing chess with fake data, but. Um, but yeah you're right
0: sure 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 <laughs> they get around to fake it fake yeah. data oh fake data, oh, and, and by, the fake way, data. by the way by the way Picard is also uh features prominently in my whole discussion about whether or not you can call this a tv show I just feel like it's a 10 hour long movie mm. you know what I mean yeah
3: like just... I've heard I've heard uh, multiple people I think even Ibit said this because you finished it I haven't mm-hmm. totally caught up but if you watch it as a single binge it's like a long TNG episode with really good pr- you know production
1: value
0: like, right and that's what it's yeah. missing I think what everybody wanted was some standalone episodes where yeah. Picard is traveling to San Francisco and gets in a little adventure and then you know yeah.
2: that's what uh, I mean that's what the Orville basically is yeah. or was or is going to be it's eventually coming back to Hulu right is that what I hear yeah that's Hulu, the, Hulu that's the bought current. it right Isn't
1: that-
0: I'm, yeah. I'm curious I'm curious what each of you thinks of when I ask you to name your prototypical thriller movie. Like, when I say, it's a thriller, oh. What, oh. what's Kate the
4: Fear. movie that
0: comes to Silence
2: mind? Fear is Silence of it. the Boom. Lambs for me. Oh,
3: really? Yeah. I would say, um, uh, what's the one where Will Smith is running from the enemy of the state? I always think of that when you
2: say that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah, yeah. I, I'm with Scott.
0: Yeah. You guys, you guys kind of named horror movies for me. Uh, with cape fear and and silence of the Lambs, especially silence, of the, silence Lambs.
2: of the Lambs. though it's especially- not a gory it's not a, a a horrible gory film yeah there's the the murder right. that happens in the um uh with the guard and the pulling the face off and hannibal lecter wearing the guy's face blah 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 but but the the object isn't to uh, most of the killings come at the end right because there's promises coming, of killings yeah. right if you're if you're kind of waiting for things to happen or you're you're scared because of the things that might happen it's a thriller if you're scared of the things that are happening it's horror mm, in right. my opinion that's that,
4: i'm i'm going to it on that's that a,
0: for
1: for interesting me, way to put that, that yeah
0: the prototypical thriller movie is the game starring michael douglas yeah. uh, episode mm-hmm. 124 mm-hmm. of film sack sure uh <laughs> that like there promises of death
3: c- would you call that psychological yeah. thriller though randy or would you just call that thriller because to me, oh. that one straddles the, if there is
0: a of. Oh, line. I don't want to, I don't want to chop up these genres. <laughs> I, like, right. I don't Please either. don't do that. Yeah, yeah, right probably, you well, can do no, it with I mean, anything. Well, that's a good
2: point. Psychological thriller implies that that some of what's going on, some of what makes it scary, is happening in the main character's head.
1: And right. the game
2: is a great example of that. Versus mm. like, um, uh, Enemy of the State is probably not a psychological thriller as much as it's just a, like a chase or an espionage thriller yeah. or a or
3: um, there's psychology in it, but it's not the main emphasis. Right, like right. <laughs> you, you don't feel That's like this single, the one character is getting tricked or he's in a game, like literally mm-hmm. the game is. And mm-hmm. so you never know who to trust or whatever. It's it's more yeah. of a, I don't know who to trust because the government's out to get me. It, it's a different kind of trust problem. I don't know. For sure. it's, I don't know yeah. why it feels different. It just does. But uh, I mean, this, this thing falls into two categories. This movie final destination to me is horror movie. Teen slasher horror movie mm-hmm. style thing. Not slasher, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean.
0: It is. It's a slasher Yeah, call. it's
3: just it doesn't have a slasher person like a yeah, I
2: was thinking no of slasher slashers. really
4: going on except for
0: and, but the,
2: yeah, Billy. The, the, the Grim Reaper is a slasher. Yeah, we'll call yeah, it. He, he's enough. got a slasher tool. Well, teen slasher.
4: teen horror we'll say. And
3: then mm-hmm. the other thing it tries to do is this plays this what if thing I like. I like when
4: movies do this. They're like, Well what if oh, this was yeah, a thing
3: and I like that. And I they,
4: like playing in that playground. It's fun. Right. And they, and they had a, a moment that you always have in these movies where you, you finally get, you, you're seeing some odd things happening. And so you call your friends and you have a what if meeting. And it's like, what if this mm-hmm. is happening right now? And no, you're crazy. No, just hear me out. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs>
3: yeah. How many times have you had that conversation with a friend? Right. That's oh, true. by the
4: way, one thing that I, I really enjoyed about this movie, and I don't see it in movies, is often as I used to and they do this in thrillers a lot of times with the audio it's muted audio the only things you really hear you don't hear a lot of background noises going on you only hear the people speaking and a few very intentional clear elements it's it's very it's like a really limited palette of sound Mm. and uh, it makes you feel Traps. You're talking about when like they have their, like when they're having their feelings of foreboding, like something's coming. Uh, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, and it's uh, a pretty so, nice effect. Yeah, Absolutely. even in the beginning, it's very, it's, it's, it's even when things, when the, in the very, very start of the film, it's just so quiet, except for, like I said, very isolated sounds, and it makes you feel uncomfortable. It's like, this feels unnatural. Something's not right. What's here. the, what's the thing called where, this isn't related so much, but I'm just curious about it cause
3: I see it in everything, but what's the one called where something catastrophic happens. It's usually an explosion or almost always an explosion actually. And then there's a moment of like there's silence mm-hmm. and just, yeah, yeah.
4: <clears throat>
2: kind of like, uh, yeah. The beginning, the first episode of lost has that Jack yes. wakes up from the car crash and like there's right. weird muted sounds as you're hearing the sounds from the beach. And as, as his awareness finally catches up and his hearing comes back, then you hear all the noises of the people screaming. Well oh,
4: there's the, the sound. I knew it was here somewhere. Yeah, the plane it's, engines it's, still trying to go.
2: It's and,
3: really and, overused, I've noticed, lately. Like I see it a yeah. lot. If there's any sort of explosion, a terrorist attack, a uh, uh anything like that, a bomb of any sort, they they pull this trick and I right. think it's super effective. Like in Lost, I remember it being really effective. Like, oh my gosh, he doesn't mm-hmm. know where he is, and neither do I. This is crazy. What's going on? And then now, this now it's all in focus, and everybody's ah! screaming. It's loud. And, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know right. if that has a name, but it's a to me that's an interesting, over slightly overused right. thing you see a lot.
4: Right and now. A, a few other things they're doing here in, in this film as well. Um, they also during the some of the scenes they skewed uh, the sets. Just ever so slightly, so you feel uncomfortable. Mm. I don't know if you guys read about that in the trivia. No, but I just i I need to go back and watch it. I didn't notice it while I was watching it, so that's a good thing. I did notice that I always felt uneasy. So what it do you mean definitely... skewed? Like the angle they were shot, or the actual sets were built? the angles they were shot? Maybe some of the placement of of objects in the room. The, I I don't know if they actually went and made the the walls. You know, skewed or something. But I, I read, like I said in the trivia, that they did do Weird. Uh, some skewing in the shots, uh, either physically or through the camera. That was to uh, I can see that because the whole
3: idea felt like a puzzle. Sort of, it was like when right. she was in the kitchen, the teacher and getting her her uh, her vodka out of the freezer and all that. <laughs> I was
4: thinking, I love how <clears> she's <throat> I love how she just. Through the tea. Ah, yeah. Right, yeah. Right. She just threw it out. Because,
2: ah. because, because of the logo of the the high school on the front, right? Yeah. yeah. And then she's she decides she's just gonna drink vodka out of the same container. Right. Like, <laughs> exactly. like oh, tea freaks me out drinking out of this thing. Ah, but the vodka's, the good. V- vodka's, it's fine. Fine. vodka's good. Vodka's Take good, vodka's good. I, I
0: love I just love the idea that she keeps her vodka in the freezer so that it's ice freaking cold. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like
2: kind of Who doesn't. A, kind oh, of. Oh no, yeah, do you not do
1: that? Is it not, does does that. it not freeze? But then, no, no, vodka doesn't cannot. freeze. And this, brings,
2: this is a funny story. I have a friend named Cliff uh-huh. who <laughs> uh, invited us over for uh, for dinner. And he's talking about uh, his, his young daughter, 16-year-old daughter, Amy. Mm. And uh, he says, yeah, we finally figured out that Amy had been uh, slowly drinking the vodka out of our freezer. Because oh. we we pulled it out and it was frozen solid. So she was what? drinking the vodka and replacing it with water. That's water funny, Putting dude. a little bit of water yes. in there to like That's keep the bottle great. as full as it
3: was. That's <laughs> great. What a great story. Sorry, Randy you were on to something when we, we got excited. I was just
0: laughing that you would pull ice cold vodka out of a freezer yeah. and then pour it over ice, ice. i don't know yeah. why it. it's like,
1: right.
0: like the whole I point is to be colder <laughs>
1: uh,
0: yeah the whole point is that vodka is is crap and you keep it so cold that you can get it past your own taste buds right but i don't understand why she went from it so she
4: went from a she went from a hot drink to a cold drink i'm like what what is
1: what is wrong oh with there? there's you, that too, totally right? broken yeah.
4: you've totally
2: yeah. broken down
1: yeah totally well
2: it's uh yeah but it was also to set up the yeah. The death, obviously. The death. The
4: oh, death. right, yeah. Uh, it, it, and boy, did de- boy <laughs> death really hated her, by the way. I don't yeah. know what she did to Did death, not but, like ooh. her. But that's oh. what I mean
3: about the puzzle element. I love the puzzle element of I'm looking around the screen looking for the stuff that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And they're misleading mm-hmm. me right. with this and that. I was like, oh, CRT monitor's always bad. What's that going to turn yeah. into? We weren't even supposed to use those for real in real life. What's hers going to do? <laughs> and then having it blow its glass out and get her in the neck and then her yeah. stumbling back and then all the ways to survive. And I'm looking around the room going, okay, what can you grab? What can you do? Oh, don't go near those knives because I know what that's <laughs> going to turn into. And Boy, those knives were not playing the laws of physics. But anyway, whatever. No, right. Right. no. it was really. Yeah, they fun would to just watch. all
2: landed on her handle side down. If the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it were, felt <laughs> like a cat where they could like change to to land point down. Well, even if it had, it, it wouldn't
3: have gone straight in and then sunk into her heart. Like it would have gone right. It would have gone tink park off to the side. You would have bled a little and have right. a cut, and it would have been scary. But you wouldn't have gotten freaking impaled. Right. But give me a break.
4: Yeah. Right. Stupid Todd. Is this uh, after he dr- after he was. After Todd was dry shaved, I was like, "You deserve to die, you weirdo!" <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> don't dry shave. I have shave. a little tiny hair. I'm just gonna like, oh, darn! It's gonna dry,
4: to go it's gonna dry shave with the rustiest, grossest looking straight blade i have you ever seen in my life. A dumbass. Does, uh,
2: does anybody, any one of us, have those uh, that clothes yes. hanger thing in their bathroom that uh, strangled him, oh, like you see in no,
4: hotels?
0: No. Cheap no, hotels. I don't think so. Yeah. I actually, I have the, I have the similar thing right behind me, which is the, the. Strings that draw the curtains like, oh, yeah. over yeah. the windows. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like like really like those things are such a choking hazard. And I, I like I really connected with this method of dying. Oh yeah, like, man, <laughs> yeah. death could just death could be behind me right this minute, wrapping those things around my neck. They're just right slowly
4: there. wrapping it around.
3: Yeah, that all, <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was swinging around his neck. I was laughing out loud at that moment. <laughs> But I knew I was in for some fun because that's what these movies oh, yeah. are supposed to be. I can't take them seriously,
4: and and then, and then the soapy tub. I mean, because he kicked the bottles and the soap mm-hmm. was all in the tub, so he couldn't get any traction. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, that, yeah. Was, they, that was. They really basically
2: good. thought of the death and thought, all right. What are ways that he'd be able to get out of this? Great. How do we? Right. How do we, how set do we stop that? So that? He can't do that. Yeah. yeah um, right. But I I want to bring up the uh, stealth bus because this feels like one of the yeah. first times. <laughs> I remember seeing Stealth Bus uh, mean, make its appearance. Mean, Pri-
4: Prius buses that creep along. Prius as buses though-
2: that exactly <laughs> that don't have any sort of motor sound until Rick. they hit you.
3: Yeah, those are great. Uh, it's like uh, we, we always talk about planes that do that in movies. Like, suddenly there's a plane over your head. And yeah. uh, like a soldier's suddenly. going what's what's that you hear anything no i don't hear anything and then he glances up
1: like come on (laughs) they're
3: not traveling you know faster than the speed of light or helicopters this is often a helicopter thing in movies but yeah Yeah. that bus that bus and the bus he almost got hit by both of them were Mm -hmm. like stealth prettiest buses that weren't making any sound
2: somebody made a supercut i'm gonna try and find it after the show and and uh share it online or something but there was somebody made a supercut of all of the um, the recent death. TV and movie tropes where they were basically that happens, where the uh, right. a bus comes out of nowhere quietly and kills a main character to as a as a shock value kind of. Well, so at some for point, me, oh, go ahead. For me,
0: it is freaking absolutely Brad Pitt in uh, Meet Joe Black. That is just that is the pinnacle of that trope. Oh, I don't remember. Brad that. Brad Pitt doesn't just get hit by a car that you know is coming right at him. And he's right. not looking. Brad Pitt is standing in the middle of a street. <laughs> like yeah. they didn't, they didn't. You know, uh, like at least when Sam Jackson gets eaten by a shark, he's not. You know, swimming with the shark. He's like standing outside the pool, right? And the shark has to come right. out and get him. Sure. Uh, in In Meet Joe Black, they have Brad Pitt in the middle of the street. You would think he would know he's <laughs> at risk. You know?
3: Yeah, I don't remember that for some reason. Why did I think he died in a different way in that? But I, my memory well, on me Joe Black
0: is—he cro- meets Claire Forlani and they fall in love so freaking hard. This is on Netflix, by the yeah. way, right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then he's just like, oh, he's all dazed and confused. He's walking away and he can't stop thinking about Claire Forlani, and so he gets killed by death takes him by hitting yeah. him with a car that he just couldn't hear coming.
4: Apparently, oh, yeah, he's that too. happens in that happens in lots of movies. Blinded by Love. I mean, all the way back to uh, an affair. To remember, you just you're so blinded by that love. You walk into the street, and how many forlorn lovers are dead in the Mm. streets right now? By the way, I would like to see sci fi bring out Stealth Bus. I would like to see a oh, yeah, dude, a a film on just a bus driver riding around, puts in an electric engine (laughs) in his bus, and just i Slanted. love that that's idea the new, that's the new I'd horror film right right yeah. i'd watch that yeah and
2: then it, uh, at the end uh he gets it by stealth train like the bus gets right. destroyed by <laughs> stealth train oh, oh, oh. these are great ideas what do we even do why, why, why are we making a podcast why
3: are not we making movies what's our problem yeah exactly um all right uh, the, I, uh, I, have a, oh, yeah. I have another trope here go ahead Get, oh you I, know what i mean it. there you go
0: uh, there's a lot of toilets in this movie. A lot like, of toilets. <laughs> Couldn't almost, help but notice. Almost, there's there's almost so much toilets that it's like it becomes like a, a, a lazy trope in this mm, movie, right? Like toilet. We trope. all. No one really. No one really likes a toilet. Toilets seem dirty and so on. So it's like literally before we even get on the plane, we have to have a bathroom scene, mm-hmm, and it like right. there's something about that that it's really a shortcut to horror. And it's not it's not like the most obvious, right? It's not like working in a knife shop or something,
4: but right. mm-hmm.
0: it just like the toilet, really. Yeah, a- Stephen you know, King
4: knows Stephen King knows this well. You'll find a lot of toilets in Stephen King stuff. I yeah. think it's
3: a because it's in a you're vulnerable. It's a vulnerable place to yeah. be. I think that's why it's it's. Uh... We
4: all we all heard the poop monster stories growing up, right? Maybe, you know,
3: <laughs> well, it's it's that, but also where are you at your most vulnerable in your everyday life? When you're on the can, right. nobody wants to be there. Nobody wants to look no one wants to see you there
4: it's it's nothing pleasant about it i mean pretty much if you're in the middle of a duke i mean you're 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 not going to do nothing i mean somebody can have a knife at your neck and this is like i can't right now man yeah yeah that's great happening right now sorry man sorry Um,
2: i'm i'm curious if scott does the i'm about to get on a plane i'm going to poop as I'm going to poop yeah. on command so that I don't have to use the toilet. Oh, I do
3: it all the time.
4: That was the most unrealistic thing. Can you poop
2: on command? Like no, it? I can't it's poop on command. It is so funny you asked this because Tina said the same thing. Can you poop on command? Like, yeah. No. Like, it doesn't just fall out of me. I have some control over when it happens. <laughs> yeah, you, that, if, you must. But if you're you the type too, of person who walks around
4: until it's time, it's like, okay, now it's time. Now I'm going to just wait a while. Here's what I do I hope, like
3: heck, that I can. Usually you can. A little, you right. know, like if you need to. But if you're, if I'm getting on a plane, absolutely, the first thing I do if the, if is the go take done, a dump.
0: Not first, coming out. <laughs> I don't care how hard you try. You, know, you say that, you say that. But if I haven't had coffee yet that day, and you're like, "Hey, I need you to go take a crap right now," give me a cup of coffee, and I'll make it happen. Yeah, I yeah. I promise you. Yeah. And I always <laughs> wonder about someone like Scott. Like, what if, oh, like, if you don't eat, eat, have coffee every day. And then you do have like in in a moment of panic where you need to poop because that happens all the time. Sure, uh, you know, like what if Scott had a big grande Starbucks latte? Like I'll I'll bet you that would be the best poop of his life. Well, here's what you Taco do: Bell,
2: Taco Bell mild sauce can do it too. By the way, yeah, They're that'll get you some mild sauce. Yeah, yeah, just eat those. The out hot the car. doesn't do it. The Diablo doesn't do it. The fire doesn't do it. But uh, mild sauce. That's amazing. So Final destination for uh, Scott's gonna be
3: Here, poop related. <laughs> here's what you do. For sure, I'm telling you because I can't stand coffee. It's gross. Um I uh let me tell you what works. Let me introduce you to my little friend known as psyllium husk. You ever heard of him? Oh. He's a plant yeah,
0: fiber, baby.
3: Plant-based fiber. If you're having a rough one, guess what? I got an answer. Psyllium <laughs> husk. Take two or three of those little uh, dry pills in the afternoon and boom, you're oh, you're ready to roll. God but uh it's not
4: our fault that this movie brought up this subject we don't usually talk about this on on
3: oh no no the movie yeah the movie definitely delves in there and it's interesting because i really do think it's playing on a common anxiety for people which is absolutely i don't want to be in this vulnerable position how terrible would it be to die on a toilet like Mm -hmm. nobody wants that that is the worst thing like you're gonna have a beautiful funeral, and you're, everyone's gonna come, and they're gonna have flowers, and they're gonna say nice things and eulogies and all this, but they're all gonna know in the back of their head he died on the shitter.
2: <laughs> because that's that's the story we always hear about Elvis, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elvis is like ah crap. <laughs> yeah, like I I don't want to be remembered as oh he, he put right. all this great music out, he he uh, you know changed a generation of rock and roll, but he died on yeah. the toilet. Yeah, he died on it's the freaking toilet a
4: fried.
0: Peanut butter, banana My, sandwich. Banana sandwich. Well, this is, <laughs> yeah, this right. is a really good place to remind people. Um, if you are at home with someone who dies, and I I now have known a couple of different people who experienced this, yeah. uh, it is your job, maybe not to the police. Maybe you tell the police the truth about the disposition of that death. But it is your job to tell everyone else in the world that that person that you're at home with who died 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 in bed asleep peacefully right Mm -hmm. peacefully asleep please (laughs) i have a good friend and her husband died and and he was 47 when he died it's way too young young. and i knowing him i'm not entirely sure that it's the truth that he died in his sleep at night in his bed (laughs) and and i feel bad because that story that story ends up becoming, you know, she woke up in the morning and he was lifeless. And that's horrible. That's mm-hmm. terrible. It is. Yeah. But it's, a scary thought. But it's better than any other story. Right. right. That she, she woke up in the morning
2: possibly- and he was slumped over on the toilet. Right. right yeah. And right. Set his ankles. Any, right. any
0: other story is worse. Every every single one of them. So just give us that. Remember, it's just a good life lesson. Keep it keeping your back. Hopefully, you never have to tell anybody how your loved one died at home. <laughs> right. But if you Saturday do, a, you Saturday had Saturday. a great, uh,
2: commercial uh, of this this catapult system that worked on your toilet for uh, old people. Ah, yes, you, yes, it would fling you excuse. onto your bed as soon as it sensed that there was no pulse uh, anymore. <laughs> that was
3: a really? great skits. Oh man
2: that's gnarly is that a recent one i don't remember that, that. was a recent oh, one yeah okay. some of the what? best things they do are the, the pre-recorded commercial kind of stuff and that right. was one of them. that's really funny
3: i uh yeah i it's just again like ha- having someone in my di- uh, direct family uh passed passed away while on a toilet mm-hmm. it's the part you don't want to remember or think about like yeah, it's right it's not good right. for their legacy it's not good for your everybody moves, the, but you don't want to know the... they did well it's, yeah, Was it the
2: straining ahead. that killed them? Should they have had more roughage? Should I eat more vegetables? Where's right, the
4: kale? Right, there's too many questions. Because there's the, there's the truth of it. We want to know what happened. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. yeah, Because we don't want it to happen to us. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right.
3: So the lesson is Final Destination is not good for you. I don't know what I'm saying.
4: Well, Final Destination, <laughs> Final Destination makes you think about death a lot because i mean that's what the whole movie is is about it does but it does it in a
3: light enough manner that it doesn't feel it doesn't it's not like especially it's, right now during a pandemic this, none of this bugged me or made me go you no, no, this is no. too soon or it's such
2: a specific set of circumstances like it's not like you can say oh yeah i better not put the uh, n- the kitchen block the knife block right next to the tea kettle right, where right. i you know uh have my <laughs> high school logo coffee where I, cup
4: where i throw <laughs> throw tea on the floor making a wet floor <laughs> right. oh yeah. my gosh that lady she uh, she was just living now, life.
2: i want to this is going to be more of an audience question but I, it also gets posed to the four of us or the three of you because i know my answer because i'm asking the question right um uh, who all remembers Hare krishna's in the airport uh, I, I do oh, not i thought about that i do I not i thought about that too it's a whole yeah. generation that sees this and says, why, why is there a guy handing out leaflets yeah. in the uh <laughs> yeah, pastel colored robes uh because yeah, this was a half a second before
4: 9-11 it was 2000
2: right yeah. that yeah, was man. about that was right about when it stopped right because you don't even see yeah. them in the part that Pre-security. Well, was he a Hare
4: Krishna? Because he looked like a, a side
3: character on like Stargate or something. He like, was
2: like he was he like, was like one Herbiter. of those. <laughs>
3: yeah, I
4: think he was like one of those fake Hare Krishnas who was just using the stick to. Get some money or something.
3: Well, maybe it, it was just they—they didn't, feel... they didn't want to portray an actual thing, and they were like, I "Let's just that was make it, it yeah. up." Yeah. They yeah. didn't want
2: Might to be yeah. very specific. Yeah. I get that. So, non denominational, Hari Krishna, right? <laughs> there you go.
0: So I happened to have a job uh, trap that required me to travel every week of the year when uh, 9/11 happened, yeah. and I—I uh, I had this—I had all these stories about uh, getting to the airport late and still making my flight. Uh, I and I had all of these like I had all this routine and stuff, just like George Clooney and uh, Up in the Air, and and like I actually like the closest call I ever had was uh, oversleeping my alarm, waking up thirty minutes before a plane departure, and making the flight at Austin International Airport. This is before nine eleven, and my stories often I would make a joke about how I had to vault over a Hari Krishna yeah. on my way <laughs> on my way to dash onto the plane because you could do that and i remember seeing other people running in the airport boy 9 11 changed that a lot like yeah go, just mm-hmm. go try to run in an airport right now and not get oh lot of or was
2: was it the juice who was loose in the in the oh
1: yeah. yeah yeah it was, wasn't they jumping over
4: yeah jumping yeah.
2: over uh, suitcases and stuff there was a commercial for hertz hertz, right? yep. hertz? it was hertz I think you're right yeah, mm-hmm. hertz. Yeah. yeah i always get that
3: yeah. confused with like a luggage commercial but it was a renter renter car, car yeah thing. right
2: yeah. the luggage went, commercial what? was the gorilla smashing your suitcase oh right 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 <laughs> yep.
4: how, how many signs <laughs> would it take for you to stop getting on a plane for just just to just mm-hmm. escape how many how many signs is it because
2: well if my birthday was the same as the departure right, that would be time. it that's, that's as much <laughs> as you need huh? that's a superstitious... i can't i can't leave at 802 no way <laughs>
4: oh, all man. right so a high on the superstitious scale i got you no, not right. at all brian brian's yeah. the least
3: superstitious person i know but for me it would be oh, what would it be? I'm not that superstitious either because I'd
2: I'd actually have to really have a clear visualization of, I mean, kind of like what you saw in this, right? Where he had the clear visualization of like three or four things that happened and then the plane crash, wakes up from that, and then those three or four things happened. And it's like, okay, that actually might be enough for me to say, I'm going to, yeah, it would only take one of those
4: revelations to come true for me to be honest about one. It's like, Brian, we were like, premonition. Screw falls off the thing. I'm out. I'm leaving. I'll catch another flight.
0: Wow. I mm-hmm. I would never notice all these things at all. Like I would just I would just I, I'm always half asleep when I get on a plane. That's just a hey, the best a, here's way here's to a be, little, dude. Here's a
4: little fact for you about Brian and planes. Brian's not worried about dying in a fast explosion in a plane. I mm-hmm. that doesn't scare me. <laughs> Brian is worried that Brian will survive a plane that that like opens up and then Brian will have to fall to his death and scream mm, and mm-hmm. worry about death for however many <laughs> seconds until I pass out. <laughs> Why could the
2: explosion have killed me?
4: Exactly. <laughs> I mean, if please, if yeah. I got to die, for... go ahead. I'm fine with that. Don't make me yeah. see my death for like
2: I'm like, I'm 100% with you. Let me Pretty die quickly. Quick. Yeah
0: the The example of that is Alaska Airlines Flight Two Sixty One. If you if you don't remember that, it happened. I don't uh, remember my number. <laughs> it ha- it happened in in early two thousand. The same about around the same time as Final Destination came out, which is weird. And uh, yeah, there's all of these like animations. You can go on on YouTube and watch animation of what that plane did before it finally right. hit the ocean, and. That is the scariest thing that's ever yeah, happened yeah. as far hey, as I'm thanks. concerned. Right.
2: So, to <laughs> I don't know if I want to watch that.
0: To, to be inside it, I the plane while the plane is going up and down like a roller coaster. Yeah. And yeah. they there's there's one animation that even tells you the G forces that the people in the plane were feeling. Yeah. And I'm right. just like, wow, this is no. real life horror movie. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah that, know, that
4: is, that okay. is scary. That is genuinely scary.
3: Yeah, I was, I was. we flew out of Hong Kong in a typhoon when I was out there. And um, mm-hmm. I've never felt anything quite like it. And it was a big, big triple-decker plane, you know, big solid monster plane. And it was the last flight they would allow out that was just on the edge of this typhoon before it was too much anybody could fly out. And I'm here to right. tell you, I think it was still too much to fly out because, my gosh, yep. I spent most of my time... It, it felt like one of those like uh, astronaut trainer planes where you f- they just dive really hard and everyone floats yeah. to create yeah. fake gravity yeah. or anti-gravity. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. I spent I half like... my time with my seatbelt holding me up or holding me back yeah. while I was floating Jeez. upward. I wanted I, I, flew I, live, I seriously I thought flew I was like gonna
4: to lose. Texas. It. I flew out of Texas, same same situation, very large plane, and uh we were the last ones out and the pilot was all like <sniffs> Yeah, we got this. We're gonna go straight up. You know, to I'm like, oh my God, no. And so I mean, we took the steepest climb I have ever had. And the the oh the, the thing that worries you is like, okay, it's scary enough, but then when the stewardesses look like, oh f- excuse my language, but that's what they we were looking like. They were like, oh crap. So the, I'm sorry, but didn't mean to say that. But no, this is how that's how damaging it was. Watching yeah, those, Brian Dunaway. Right? Right? Watching, uh, those, <laughs> watching those stewardesses. With the with their faces being super quiet, quietest airplane I have ever yeah, been on, yeah. and this has taking huge drops and climbs and drops and climbs. I mean, it was just. I I was like, I don't know if I ever fly again. I don't. Know I've heard
0: will. I've h- heard a steward use the f word while right. speaking, because like oh yeah, we just ridiculous unexpected piece of turbulence while the steward was saying to people, you know, the captain has turned on the safety sign for your safety. Mm-hmm. we can just. We'd really appreciate it if you, and there was suddenly a bump and the F word came out. It's like, (laughs) wow, that's right. They're real people like us.
3: Wow. I, uh, yeah, that's, it's not a great experience when you are in one of those. And so every no. every plane movie, no control. the worst. Okay, we keep going back to Lost, but Lost was really good at terrible plane moments. My gosh, uh-huh. every yeah. Every flashback really to that plane. it was really
2: just the same. It was really like one terrible plane moment that they just kept showing from different uh, perspectives. From yeah, different remember people. when this happened? Yeah, yeah.
3: Oh, and wow. you'd even be seasons into the show, well past any need for plane explanations, and then they do a right. flashback that was another plane thing, and you're like, oh my gosh, get me out of this plane, this oceanic right, yeah, exactly. flight, and whatever. I know.
2: The drink isn't very strong. The reaction isn't very strong. I know. Move on. Yeah. I know the back part is about to break off and separate and go to the other part oh, of the island. I hate when people it's get sucked biggest... out of
3: planes. It's an awful thing. Right. In the movies. Yes.
4: It's such a big fear because uh, you have zero control. You're in a situation Ooh. where you have zero control. All you have is observation. Yeah. Yeah, You're just an air
2: tube. You're a tube in the air. (laughs) That said the plane (laughs) explosion in this film, when you're on the, like viewing from the plane, Oh God, this is scary. And people burning up and all that. But then when he, when they're watching it through the airport window and the plane just kind of stops in midair pieces fly down, but there's no trajectory. There's no, um, forward motion of the actual burning remainder of the plane that, uh, that kind of looked like an old, uh, 70s yeah. special. It, effect. Yeah.
3: That was a master film. That wasn't thing. great. Yeah.
0: I, I, but yeah. then when the windows blow in, that was really powerful because I, I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting that at all. Like, mm-hmm. what kind yeah. of explosion? I just, I didn't have those expectations, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, wow. Oh, wow. Because. Like they're right there, like you you could really imagine that you were standing at those windows looking at it. Mm. It, it was really well done,
3: yeah, and i and i I thought the whole uh, the effects and stuff of as it was truly breaking up and blowing up, and he's on kind of on fire, that all looked pretty good mm-hmm. for that old right. of a thing, mm-hmm. uh, which surprised yeah, me twenty
4: years old, stupid old thing, twenty years old. trivia
3: says that this is the shortest opening disaster of all five films. Uh, yeah it only lasted mm. two minutes in total and i guess the other movies all all have much bigger longer they have they have setup
2: so to, to be set up though beforehand yeah.
4: right i mean this is real easy because the idea of this one is we've we actually have had real people have a premonition about a plane going down and then getting off so it's already in our psyches and so we can quickly accept it that they cheated death by doing this where the later films it was a little more complicated a little more set up yeah, to explain these people and were just, uh, escaping. I, yeah.
0: But I just want to repeat the the nine eleven thing. This film happens before nine eleven. There ain't no way those people get detained at the airport right, <laughs> right after that thing. They are all right. scattered to the wind. I promise. I used to come and go from airports like it was so. It was so different back in the day. So different, you know. Like.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm your family and friends would walk you all the way to the plane door see ya have fun yeah. you too yeah
2: and, the, and final destination 2 uh this was the last of the final destination movies to come out before um right 9-11 all the other ones came after so i'm i <laughs> we got to decide are we going to watch these for film sec coming up or i mean not, right. maybe not immediately but i kind of want to watch i do Two and right. three. <laughs> I do. I totally want
3: to. This is the first time I've actually felt this strongly about continuing through a series, and I don't know why. It's not like this is right.
0: an, an amazing good. series or anything. Yeah. It's uh, just
2: do we want to like put a couple things in between each one?
0: Yes, yes. I'm putting okay. final. I'm putting Final Destination two on our list about five weeks from now.
3: All right. Assuming a net. Is uh, it Netflix? Yeah, Netflix, Netflix has them yeah. all still. Uh, that'd be good if we can find out what their yeah. expiration is. That might help determine it. But yeah, that's. I think that yeah. sounds all right. I think it's
4: going to be an all-or-nothing thing because it's all owned by the same company. Yeah, so once, if, gonna, have all of them, them are dis-
2: disappear at the same time, sure. Right. Yeah,
4: that's
3: probably true. I hadn't thought about that. Okay, I had a quick music thing. Uh, the music played throughout the film was by John Denver. Uh, a yeah. little too <laughs> close to the bone. The guy died in a plane crash like two years well, before this movie. Uh, that was the whole point. Yeah,
4: I don't yeah, that, I, I, that was, I don't think that's very cool. I think that's a, it was too soon? Too yeah, soon I mean, I hope, I, the, I hope his family got a bunch of money.
2: That was the antithesis of the idea, though. That's
4: That's... That was what wrote this story, was the but they writer. Could have,
2: I assume, but they could have played uh, Buddy Holly or... Right, right. Uh, oh, but La come Bamba.
4: on. Oh, do you think those kids would have known that they barely Holly know who They barely a, know who well, B, uh, John Denver is, though. Kids well, I'm in sure the they 90s. would have known John Denver if he just passed away a couple years ago. Well, does the movie La crash. Bamba
2: exist in this universe? <laughs> Maybe.
4: <laughs> if, Ask it,
3: if it does, then they have all got their Philip Michael Thomas. Is that what his name
4: was? No.
2: Philip, Philip Michael... Philip.
3: Nope. That's a guy from oh, uh, they, C. Uh, C Philip C. C. Uh,
4: from C. Thomas. Phillips Miami
2: Vice Philip Michael yeah, yeah, I, guess. Uh, so I uh, what's I'm this?
0: trying to think of a Big Bopper song other than Purple People Eater. Um uh, No, that wasn't
2: that wasn't uh Big Bopper Chantilly Lace. Okay that's Uh, that's a good one and you'll never and you'll never know and you'll never be able to identify another big bopper song (laughs) 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 that is the only big bopper song out there i'm just saying
0: the movie should have been filled
2: highland i think (sighs) the
0: the movie should have been filled with songs from people who died in a plane crash that's all i'm saying
2: i agree that would actually been better like sam not sam cook uh otis redding i think died in a plane crash uh the the two-thirds of leonard Skinner or something wasn't it uh Right. Was it Leonard Skinner or the Allman Brothers? I think it was Leonard De- wasn't definitely Skinner. Definitely Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner. Definitely Leonard Skinner. skinner. Uh, Stevie Ray didn't he die in a plane in a helicopter crash? Uh,
3: yeah, he did. What was the deal there? I don't remember. He went.
2: Uh, helicopter crash. He was in it. <laughs> he yeah, was in, in it. That's in happened. Wisconsin. It was in Wisconsin. <laughs> That's right. It was right after uh, right after a concert that my crazy neighbors saw.
3: You know, you make a really good point. The whole was the thing, oh, he, yeah. he was in a helicopter, yeah. The program. whole thing was <laughs> was that that's funny, yeah. all right. Anyway, every time oh, I played, I it, it just yeah, it felt there we go. Sad.
2: Bell 206B helicopter,
3: okay. I just felt a little sad every time it happened. Every time sure. I played, that would I mean, be
2: the way to do it, though. Just, I mean, you do instead of having them hear Rocky Mountain High every time, it would have been a little more clever to actually have them hear a different
1: song yeah, right.
2: by a guy and and so just be on the regular radio and then all of a sudden be like wait did this guy die no no okay trent rezzer's still alive all right okay we're good hey. no no this
3: uh i mean part part of it is that it just feels lazy when filmmakers take real life tragedy and then just use it as a cheap thing in their movie i think that's yeah. why it bugged me and and yeah. it's just because like well, oh, and- you know i know i know what they're trying to do they're trying to evoke an emotion oh yeah he just died in sure. a crash just like these guys almost did and so every time it plays that's the omin- ominous thing but and it clues you into the premonition yeah it's just yeah. a little lazy to,
0: to we'll just... fi- we'll find out. so so John Denver died in ninety-seven yeah. and then this movie comes out in two thousand. We'll, we will find out with Final Destination 2 if they use uh-huh. an elias song. Elia died mm, in yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, plane crash. yeah. 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 If they use an elias song, then we'll know they're they're doing something. Right. They're
4: doing it on purpose. They're getting it in yeah. there. Hey, let me ask you a question, world travelers. Uh-huh.
1: Mm-hmm. If
4: you just fault death to the death. Would you get on a plane 6 months later and fly to Paris? No. <laughs> no. I wouldn't do anywhere no. ni- I wouldn't go anywhere near a
3: plane if I was. You say no.
2: 6 months. Yeah, that's about enough time, sure. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine them they this don't show it, now. but that that
3: flight must have been just white knuckle in it. I'm like why did why? Why would they that, do that?
2: That is the, probably the biggest thing that you can tell this movie was before 9/11 because after 9/11 right. we were all like nah, I'm not sure shoo. I'm ready to get on a plane. Nah.
3: Give it a little time folks. We're not getting on that
2: plane right away. Yeah. yeah that Actually, was, I think I did yeah. fly 2 weeks after 9/11. Uh 2, two weeks. Uh, 2 weeks. We we flew 1 uh, 1 month to the anniversary date to um Australia after 9/11. We'll we'll in October, 2001.
3: This is that. Okay. So I'm going to actually make, uh, I'm going to make a comparison here. That's when you fly. Just like when, if you're going to eat at a Taco Bell, you do it the day after mm. they reopen after food poisoning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, that's the true. best Taco Bell you're ever going to have. And I guarantee you, you're, <laughs> right. you the were, it's ever going to be yeah until five
2: yeah. weeks later. We yeah. Start getting slack again. Right. <laughs> right. Yes, that's true. Yeah.
3: So you did the right thing. That was the time to go, I think.
1: <laughs> like
0: I, like I say I was I was traveling every week of the year at, in 2001 and uh all of my trips got canceled for about 6 weeks. Oh, and then we got back to it. It took about 6 weeks before, you know, like people were entirely comfortable and sort of mm-hmm. like it, what we weren't forgetting what had just happened. It's just that that's the recovery time, you know.
4: Yeah, that uh, stuff's like, really
3: it's going to be I, a little like that with crowds
4: moving forward after this
3: stuff starts to abate. Mm-hmm. We're going to That's
4: a good point. I, I also yeah. think it's but I also think it has to do with uh, how close it struck to you i mean if if all if if you had thirty nine friends or students and they all died and death chased you down for a little while, you're gonna be a lot more traumatized exactly, than we yeah. were i mean i was I was traumatized by nine eleven but I didn't have any direct deaths that I was aware of But like I, I was, hurt as a nation sure
0: I was personally way more traumatized by a car wreck I was in in two thousand and eight, right uh, I was driving, and my buddy Ken Miller was in the car with me, and it was the most violent car wreck you could imagine. Like it was so Mm -hmm. powerful and loud, and the idiot teenager who hit me spun my car around like Mm -hmm. more than 360 degrees, Mm -hmm. and like the 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 six disc changer in the back of my car flew hundreds of yards and this kind of thing. And uh, like it was so and I was just like, because it happened to me, I didn't drive a car for a long time after mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it really, yeah. it really affected me a lot more than that sort of distant set of deaths in planes, you know, mm-hmm. of nine eleven. Sure. So I just feel like my, right.
3: I just feel like my attitude toward everything changed and it bums me yeah, out absolutely. because I don't know. I was obviously the terrorist one. I was living in this like rarefied space of big things like that don't happen in modern life d dee, 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 dee. and then it happens and hmm. then i don't know i just became a little more cynical a little less
1: i don't know yeah. like it's there's yeah, a
3: there's a mark for me that morning that i kind of crossed a line and i've never really gotten back over that line but yeah. i don't know you sure. never will it was a bad time That's hey check skirt. out check out this uh this story by the way was originally a concept for an abandoned x-files episode and uh yeah. i think there's a reason that we can say that this is true because the director here James Wong uh, did a bunch of X Files stuff, including one of the X Files movies. Uh, so he was all wrapped up in that stuff. But anyway, it was a television script uh, for the X Files, and it was originally inspired by Soul Survivor in 1994, which I don't, I don't know what that is. Is that a movie? I don't know that either. Yeah, probably yeah. a movie. Uh, but anyways, that's kind of cool. And then it, is it is cool yeah. because
2: you can see it as an X Files episode, right? Like mm-hmm. Mulder and Scully would figure out that, oh, there was this order that people are going to be dying, and we just need to get to right. it beforehand and prevent it from happening. And it's like, oh, no, it does. Well, work it, it
4: actually, it. Yeah. It, it absolutely does, and it's it's a good thing they didn't squander that idea mm-hmm. on a short TV episode where they got to got to explore it a little bit bigger. Right? Here. Yeah, yeah, that was fun.
3: Uh, I uh, the what's her name? The blonde that got hit by the bus. I forgot her actor name. Uh, oh. Terry. Yeah, the girl who played Terry, she's she's busy. She's is she, the,
1: busy. Is she, the, is
2: she the one who's working the most out of? Well, Yeshun Williams Scott probably is working. Uh, he's working the, most the out biggest,
3: homeless. maybe yeah, the right. biggest career, but hers is a busy career. She's she's in
0: lots of things. Uh, it, T- Dettner, Tony Todd. Tony Todd Is, I, yeah. Tony oh, Todd yeah, is okay. the answer to that question that guy works?
2: Yeah, yeah that's true. Tony Seth Todd. Uh, Tony Todd
0: doesn't take a year off he keeps he keeps showing up in tv and video games and movies oh
2: see and i um i would actually disagree i I agree with tony todd but i would disagree about uh amanda detmer working the hardest i mean you look at devin sala as the main character not in anything prominent but definitely in a lot of stuff like he's he's got three things four things in post-production two things 2020 three things 2019 2018 2017 um it's just no, nothing to use so death rider in the
4: done. house of vampires
2: there you go I <laughs> sounds all right he plays death rider
4: yeah i right, gotta look at this why not um real Direct. quick
3: uh the guy who's played carter's name's kerr smith uh i i i would have you could have convinced me that he is the son of the guy in nip tuck yeah he looks oh, yeah. like that dude. Yeah. I mean, it's it's doppelganger level weird. Just age mm-hmm. difference, and it freaked me out. Now these days oh. he's a little gray and whatever. He's like forty seven years old, but he looked. Oh no! Uh, he plays a principal. On, is coming on Rivendell. but <laughs> ri- he looks just like him. If you find a picture of him when he was a little younger, and then hold that up next to I forgot that guy's name, Doctor Doom from the bad uh, Fantastic Four mm-hmm. movies. Um, yeah. One one of the bad. Maybe
2: I thought was
4: one of the better of the one really enjoyed it Ugh. oh
2: actually I, yeah and i'm gonna even gonna <laughs> take that back uh daniel robach who was agent shrek
3: <laughs> Shrek. oh yeah sh- looks,
2: uh, he's the guy who sounds like ross but looks like anthony edwards from er right all <laughs> <laughs> right he's basically <laughs> yes, yes. must see tv all wrapped up in one guy um uh, he's
3: sh- he's ween shrek he's is lean, the okay. other guy yeah
2: he has uh about a dozen things in pre and post-production he did about 10 things in 2019, 2018, 2017. There's your hardest working guy in final. Yeah, he's
3: very right busy. There. His whole career is yeah. he's all over the place. Like yeah, he's, he's yeah. a busy guy. Yeah,
2: but but to, back you.
0: to Scott's point, apparently, when this film was made in early 2000 or late 99 or whatever, uh, we still hadn't shaved those sideburns down. No, no. we were still yeah, hot on guy. those sideburns.
4: Yeah, we were into it, dude. Oh, man, I think sideburns make, need to make a comeback because. I've considered trimming off some of my goatee so that I can get a good seal on any mask I might have to wear uh, for this. (laughs) So there may be some hair manipulations on the way. I was
3: going to say, you have not trimmed up that thing in as long as I've known you.
4: Yes. Yeah.
3: You've had had the facial hair since the beginning. Guys,
0: I'm bracing for... Uh, the requirement to wear a mask somewhere and i'm gonna have to shave yeah oh yeah oh my gosh randy your beard is kind of
2: have the i mean it's not a requirement yet but it's boy it is a strong recommendation as of yesterday Mm -hmm. yeah so i'm gonna be wearing my spider-man mask everywhere i go now (laughs) i love that
3: you've got that freaking thing are you really gonna wear that around because i love it no you should i could you should I
2: i think people would actually freak out Cause my yeah. eyes are covered and it, it's weird seeing somebody walking around with a full face right. mask. This is just a, what we need box. right
4: now is people out with humor in our very dangerous times. Yeah. What, what, people I mean, walking but, around doing funny stuff. We need yeah, that. Yeah. Do you know. to, yeah leave,
0: right. Yeah. I'm hoping to get a nose and mouth covering. That's also so broad that it goes all the way over the whole beard. That would be nice. Right. That would be nice. Then I, But even then, like, uh, if you really want good seal, you got to shave some lines between where your where your sideburns end and where the beard begins. I was
4: testing yesterday.
0: Okay, I, 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 you and I will have this discussion further offline because I'm very interested in this. The good, the good seal is. I'll I'll
3: send you a
2: photo of what I've got because it's uh it's great and it's like Velcro attached. It'll go over everything. And you're just wearing it basically in case you have it and you don't know you have it, right. so that you didn't give it to somebody else. So you're not preventing yourself right. from getting it. Nobody well, I
0: mean, you would be preventing yourself from getting like like it would definitely cut down on someone sneezed in my face, but I had the mask on. Yeah, right? it, like would, it would it, definitely of course reduce it would. your risk yeah. A
2: little bit, but yeah, I mean, you know, they're they've basically been saying well, no, this is how
4: Brian feels about what they've been saying. Yeah, but
3: who's they is my problem. Right? Because there's CDC. so many theys right, right now. The CDC is one they, but then there's t- a couple well, of guys there I don't trust. The World and, Health Organization. Right. Yeah. Okay. Good point. And the Chinese, and, right. the and Chinese, re- and the, or the Asian, uh, like the Koreans, have been wearing the mask since day one, and those guys mm-hmm. had the least amount of thing. I know there's other stuff going on that contributes to that, it, but I think they knew what they were doing. It, with is, them Im- masks. it
0: is important to mm-hmm. remember. That if you're wearing a face mask and death comes for you, death is going to use that mask to kill you. (laughs) That's right. Absolutely. It's going to choke you with your own mask. It's important.
3: Look, if we've learned anything from today's viewing, it's that. Uh, Also, uh, I forgot I was going to say, I had a thing to say about a thing about the movie, and and there it went. Was it music related? No. We just
4: finished talking about that, I think.
3: I'm looking uh, here to see if I had a note about it. And. Uh for some reason I wrote nineties chicks. Um let's see. Uh oh nineties chicks or chicks. Chicks, like girls at the in the plane.
4: Oh yeah. So so our clear, our primary uh character or not really love interest, just partner. How about that? She's well, she a became a love and,
3: interest later, right? They were right. holding hands and,
4: and yeah, they and they eventually become a love a love interest. But uh it was odd how they were trying to shore up her character because she had very little dialogue they tried to shore up the character by saying stuff like Oh, she's a bookworm and she welds art and her father is dead and just uh-huh. they tried to give her this depth through these uh, character elements and we didn't really get it from you know her her dialogue and i kind of I kind of wish they could have explored that a little bit more well you get I felt a little cheated
3: it did it did give you the feeling or that they I think they were aiming for it, which was Girls in the 90s are cool and they're just. Mm-hmm.
4: She's, cool. yeah. she's making art. She's, she's a welder. She's a welding.
3: She don't like, care. Flash at dance.
4: All. Yeah. she like,
1: <laughs> Flash dance, dude.
3: <laughs> oh, man. We haven't had a good welder since Flash dance. That's oh, awesome. Oh, True story. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that's what she did because <laughs> I was too focused on her getting wet on a chair or whatever. Boy, that, <laughs> that <laughs> came out wrong. Hey-o. That came out wrong.
4: <laughs> Oof. Clear Rivers' cabin, Clear River, Rivers' cabin was like the most pointless part of the whole film. We could have cut out all that. I didn't need to mm-hmm. see him
2: uh, taping things up and all that fish stuff out. I would have gotten tetanus. Yeah,
3: yeah and see then, that and he, that
4: doesn't make sense. Actually,
3: it kind of goes against the grain of the thing because isn't the whole point that kill death quickly. Death will just use duct tape? Then, like, mm-hmm. right? It, it doesn't right. care if you're using duct tape. I mean, tape if to Death wanted him. to
4: kill you. He's definitely going to get you when you're trying to canoe across a a lake or a <laughs> pond in the middle of the night yeah. while the FBI is chasing right. the-
2: Oh, no, we're never going to get him. He's in a canoe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> how, how we, catch him? we
3: can't get wet. Yeah. We have to wait till he gets on shore and then put trees on him, and then he can't breathe. Okay, got it. Right, yeah. yeah, see, it's, it's, some of this stuff's a little loose, but it's fine. Yeah. They do it yeah. in such a way that I'm, I'm having a good time. Had fun. Yeah, I'm not, you know... I'm not having a bad time, and that's what matters
4: here. Don't have. But I'm with you about the chicken the bucket here. We t- we talked about earlier the devil or uh, Tony Todd or Mister Bloodworth. Uh, I really could have used like him. I don't know, showing up somewhere near the end and just kind of you know just kind of.
2: I like, told you. His,
4: yeah, <laughs> shaking his head or something, smiling, doing right. the tisk tisk.
0: Right. The thing about A Chick in the Bucket is that they have to spend the rest of the movie wherever you left them. And so not only did we leave him at this morgue, where he has to spend the rest of the movie, but he spends the rest of the movie receiving more bodies, and I really right. like that that because he's got his own story going on there. He's he, he keeps trying to go home from work, and the mm-hmm. bodies keep showing up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that's nice. He's the he's the he's the hardest working chick in the bucket. Do you think this <laughs> whole thing was just? Do, do you
3: think bucket. his whole character was just to say, hey, Tony Todd, remember him from uh, freaking Candyman? That's cool. We got him. He's a is that? Right. Do you think that was the stunt casting here, or is it?
4: Well, well, in according to some of the. Uh, the stuff behind the scenes stuff they said they hired him simply because of his deep voice that he would bring that serious tone to that character just what they said
3: okay i I mean he's a formidable sounding looking dude so right i'm in i'm in on your tony todd selection regardless but
4: it's
0: it's a huge huge trope though for people to have your your principles meet this one off person that they've never seen before and he divulges all of this really useful cosmic information mm-hmm. that i i didn't like that at all
3: well I, if they'd have done a little more follow up i might have been okay with it like they just never yeah. followed it through it was just like oh if here's you were, T- Tony
4: Todd and goodbye <laughs> if you were looking for your dead friend in a morgue uh, would you go through a skylight and then stand in a coffin? Isn't that bad luck? I mean, oh, there's coffin? so much
2: bad luck, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everything about You're that. Not supposed to step over a body or well, here, There's like all right, sorts right. of bad luck things that they we're do. We're breaking all the rules.
1: Yeah. yeah,
3: they do a pretty good job of skirting around, like you know, how how the physics would have worked and and made it so it wasn't so outrageous. Like there were a couple of moments, right. but most of it was just like, oh yeah, the electricity's flopping around because that's what cables do when they're that charged up, and you know, because right. uh, devil
4: can't let you know that he actually exists, so he has to kind of work on the down low, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. Because if we knew devil actually exists or, or death actually existed and was an entity, then you know the world would change, sure. A lot, he doesn't wear right. a big black cloak and carry a scythe around with him, is that what you're saying? Right, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, for as far as what I thought was gross, uh, hold on, <laughs> closest
4: thing I have is creeping toilet water, not a fan. <laughs> No, no. I'll tell you what the grossest part was. Okay. I don't know how you didn't see it. Go. But uh, but our friend Todd with only one D, Todd with Mm -hmm. one D, uh, Mm -hmm. cut himself, wiped his hand, wiped his finger on the blood, and then stuck it in his nose (laughs) to see if he had any hairs. And I was like, "What are you doing? Don't touch your face!" First of all, everybody knows that. Yeah, everyone knows. Don't touch your face. Especially not with your, especially not with blood. You just pull off your neck. Yeah, that oh, was that. that was oh weird. God! Yeah, <laughs>
0: just, I just hated that. I hated that whole scene so much. I hated right. it. Like I was, I had this visceral reaction. No, bad scene. Bad, scene, bad not,
3: scene. Not, not your favorite. Next moment. bad okay. scene. I get you. I get you. I have some. I have some clips from this film. It's not a ton, but you know they're there. We got some. Uh, I'll go ahead and play them now. So enjoy these. Uh, right here, you got your first one, which is. Uh, I don't know what it is. Well, it's about a suitcase.
2: How's my suitcase working out for
3: you? Oh, I just like the dad. How's my suitcase working for you? <laughs> Such a dad thing to say, you know? And yeah, by yeah. the way, you never really got to see those parents again. Another pair of chicks in the buckets. His parents, the main kid's parents, right. just poof. That's it. Done. Yeah. That's
4: because they were idiots anyways. Yeah, they were dumb. But in they were gone.
3: That dad, whoever played that dad probably got 200 bucks and this, they sent him on his way.
4: Is this movie
0: an example of the parents are so stupid trope?
4: Um I oh, I think so.
0: A
3: little bit. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I'd say a little are the, bit.
0: Are the FBI agents the avatar of your parents <laughs> in this
3: trope? Are they those they're the proxy for dumb parents? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I like to think cuz they were cuz
0: they were really bad. Mm-hmm. Like they they were portrayed as almost bumbling cops, almost. Yeah.
3: Really like, bad. I like to think ancient 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 Agent Ween was the uh Was a bumbling parent type, sure. Why not? With a name like Ween. (laughs) Um, All right, here's a dumb laugh. (laughs) All right, there's that. Enjoy that. That was the kid. Uh, (laughs) Here is. Let's see. Oh, I wrote. um, I was sure we had digital flight update screens in airports by nineteen or by two thousand. So here's the sound of uh, of these.
2: I love those.
3: I like them too, but I swear we didn't. I swear we were all digital by then. In fact, yeah, I'm
2: sure we were. There's still like train stations. I want to say the Grand Central Station probably still has those. And uh, I guess it's New York, wasn't it? Yeah,
3: but they do it as they do that for nostalgia, nostalgia
2: purposes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They still have digital screens, but for the yeah. record, I'm down with it because I kind of like that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. old, like well, old gas. It's, uh, Gath- it's going to be like the Hare Krishnas, though. There's going to be a generation that sees this movie and has no idea what those boards are. Yeah, that's true.
0: That was a uh, Vancouver international airport, by the way. And I, I think I got to allow it. They, that that was a still functioning system in 1999 in Vancouver.
3: Interesting. Okay. Well, I can see that. Um, all right. Here's, uh, <laughs> here's Todd. Alex, let's go take a shit.
1: Let's go take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that
3: actor's not doing a lot. I mean, he's doing things, but he's not, really. it's not a big deal. Uh, where's Todd where's Todd where's Todd where's Todd alright there's Todd where's Todd where's Todd, have, where's Todd, seen Todd? Him? have you guys seen Todd where's Todd All
4: You're right, taking a shit he's <laughs>
1: like right?
3: he's
4: always doing he's taking a yeah. Yeah. he's taking a crapper at the airport and he's taking one at home and he's
3: yeah all he's that and her. more alright here's some tight acting I wrote which means it's bad
4: you know I've I've never dealt with death before this could all be in our head it just feels like
1: it's all around us it's that's just bad yeah
3: it just feels like it's all around us mm. all right here's tony todd chemicals
2: in the vascular flesh create cadaveric spasms. <laughs> <laughs> spasms
3: he's so cool man
2: that's why that's why i can't wait to see the other the rest of these movies because uh He's he's a nice through line apparently in the first mm-hmm. three I think
3: I'm into that yeah. yeah yeah I like that also um is he gonna I wonder if they'll cameo him in that remake of Candyman they're working on which looks this, pretty good by the way that trailer freaked me the hell out
2: yeah yeah
1: I'm,
0: that I'm, uh, quote in this scene by the way caused me to go onto the internet and look up cadaveric spasms and no <laughs> I shouldn't have and you should not do that either all right
3: I'm not gonna. I assume, I, I assume it's i assume it's so cadaveric would be cadavers having spasms right That's exactly
0: the, okay. and just leave it at that all right sounds mm-hmm.
3: good to me all right, right here's that trent reznor bit that i wasn't sure was a real song but i'm playing it anyway
1: Pictures in my head of the final
3: destination. i like a song that does the title of your movie right? sure yeah.
2: it certainly could easily be Somebody using every (laughs) Nine Inch Nails sound that they could to make a song (laughs) that sounded like Nine Inch Nails, but it absolutely is clearly uh, Trent Reznor. All right,
3: so that is Reznor and Nine Inch Nails. Because I wasn't sure, I'd never heard the song before. Maybe I have and just didn't know it, but that Mm -hmm. threw me for a slight loop. All right, here's Agent Shrek. He's awful quiet.
2: So what about this pattern, Alex? Did you see it in another one of your visions? Did you catch it in some TV static?
3: Okay, buddy.
2: Mm -hmm. He uh he had some no. weird uh, nose balls. I don't know if you saw it, but like the tip of his nose had a right. a really pronounced cleft.
3: <laughs> yeah, huh. Nose balls is not what I thought of when I saw it, but now I can't stop thinking about nose balls.
2: Tina said, "Oh my god, that guy's nose looks like a dick." Is is her, <laughs> oh, is her wow. direct direct quote?
4: Wow. I think Tina should watch all the Netflix with us. I agree. <laughs> she
2: sadly she does, or yeah. or most right. of yeah.
3: Here's a. Uh, Oh, I got, oh, this is great. I found a, uh, so do you normally when we get the prom, prom clips from your mom a bit, it's usually like, oh, this is after prom or this is when I pick my date up or this is what I said to my date or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. this is yeah. you talking to, uh, the other people. Cause you guys had a total of two other couples with you, which means yeah, there were, it was a big entourage with yeah. us. Yeah. So okay. you had six mm-hmm. total people if you count, you know, sure. every guy and every gal. And so here's what you said to them during dinner.
4: You guys can sit down in your little chairs and make fun of me, whatever. It's fine.
3: Yeah, that's it. Must have been a bad night.
4: <laughs> Were you just like so chowing down? Had, and... Like one of those mini tape <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, one
1: yeah. of the micro was, like, cassettes. So
2: yeah. She had a boom mic for part of it. She was walking around. Right. She uh, directional a mic, stealth microphone, directional right. mic to table.
4: Yeah. yeah. Oh, did she ever use a Mr. microphone? She, <laughs> had, a mis- those. she had
2: a Mr. microphone. She loved it. <laughs> she loved it. <that. laughs>
3: All right. Here's hey, good looking. The b- we'll be back to <laughs> pick you up later. <laughs> pick you up after the game. All right, here's uh, here's the burner. Oh, the burner at the teacher's house scared me. It actually gave me a jump, and this is that oh, sound. Yeah. So when they, she's like down there, like tickling the bottom of it to try to light it, yeah. and then it just yeah. kicks on. Okay. And it just gave me the peeps.
0: Okay, peep. but you saw how dumb that whole sequence was, right? Oh, it was all dumb. Of course, it was an electric gas burner. Like yeah. it had a starter yeah. that went yeah. click click click. Right. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. then when that it lit, but then it blew out.
3: Yeah, right. So
0: instead of just using the obviously working electric starter, she goes and gets a lighter. Yeah, what? Right.
4: Yeah, no. And then waits, waits to make sure the gas fills the area.
0: Yeah, wait just a second. Like you do. There we go. Okay. Like you do.
3: Sure. This reminds me. So you know how you see something in a movie and you go, "That doesn't work that way." Um, kind of like one of these. I was watching a TV show from 2010 the other day with Kim. And um, remember Cougartown? You remember that show? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Cougartown's very funny. Um, worth a rewatch if you're out there hearing me say that. Uh, anyway, we're watching that, and there's a scene where somebody's got a brand new iPad, which was the year the iPad launched launched in 2010, so that was brand new. But they're doing, like, full-screen video conferencing on this thing. Yeah. That was not capable of that, and nor, nor right. were there apps that would support such an idea at that time At that resolution, at that clarity, I look at it now and it barely phases you because that's 100% what we could do today with a tablet. No problem. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. But in 2010, that would have still been kind of groundbreaking.
4: Did you you fire off an email?
3: No, but I said to Kim, I said, well, that wouldn't work. She goes, what do you mean? We do it all the time with the kids. I'm like, no, 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 honey, this is 2010. They didn't have it. She goes, oh, you think of the dumbest things. And then she watched
0: the rest Eh. of the show. (laughs) She has a point. She has a point. Just imagine, though, if she was on every podcast with you. How many things she'd like, say Every is dumb. time you said something, she's like, you think of the dumbest things. Oh,
3: my right? gosh. You're things not things wrong. Things. That would be, there'd be too many to count. All right. Here's the great. Oh, the teacher made a great sound when she tossed that mug uh, full of tea. Oh, good. And so yeah. here's that sound. There you go. <laughs> 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 Isn't that great?
2: It's awesome. I'm going to use I'm that. telling
0: you no living human who has ever used a mug would not notice if it was cracked and leaking. No, no, of course not. If a mug is cracked and leaking, I would notice, I would notice before I even touched it. I wouldn't have to, Mm -hmm. but you would definitely notice when you picked it up. Oh yeah. yeah. It's so weird without question.
3: I would think. Um, all right, here's a, (laughs) Oops, I didn't mean to push that. Uh, sorry, hold on. Okay, there it is. <laughs> here is uh Oh, I, was, I could not figure out what the sound is, and you guys can help me. So here. <laughs> can you guys tell what that is? Where, this, where, do you remember what the was in, that was? They were in the car, and yeah. Carter was losing his mind and like driving it really fast between traffic and sh- trying to show everybody that he was in control of his life or whatever. Right. And right, man made, yeah. made this sound. <laughs> and it sounds like somebody going... Ooh, ooh, but it's not. It's just in the car. This, this shifter, unless right? that's unless that's Stifler barfing mm. or something. Because remember he said, "I'm so close to puking, you have no idea." Something Sounds, like that. Sounds uh, otherworldly revving, though. It doesn't sound. Yeah.
4: Uh... I think it's just the engine revving though. Is right? it? I don't know. I can't Popping figure it out. it out. Yeah, I can't mm. rip, figure
3: it out. All right, here's what you tell every Billy. Shut up, Billy! All right, shut up, yeah. Billy. <laughs>
4: Pretty much. Hey, <laughs> hey. Uh,
3: oh, this is good.
4: Tetanus.
0: nice
3: one. I like when he was like talking to himself. Right, discussing the things that almost got him. Tetanus,
2: nice one. <laughs> nice one, death. Yeah, nice try. Here's, Good
4: one, death, death. Not
3: today. This line sounded like a thing out of Star Wars.
1: I'll always be with you.
3: All right, he'll always be with you. Good job. What? I know that that was dumb. It was yeah. dumb, dude. I'm annoyed just All saying right. it again or hearing it again.
0: Just as long as we agree that it was. Not oh, we agree. <laughs> we, yeah, we
3: have never been in greater agreement. I think than we are right now. But I can tell you this. Those are your clips. Now this. The film sack checklist. CRT monitors were really the worst, check. Uh, Never own an above ground pool, check. Those are bad news. And finally, Shovel versus Electricity. Electricity wins every time. Check. <laughs> uh, Star Trek Connection. We have a couple. Tony Todd, as mentioned before, he played old man Jake Sisko on DS9. And was also on TNG. Um, on TNG, he played Worf's brother, Kuhn, or Kern, rather, for four episodes. Kern. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he was different characters on episodes of DS9 and Voyager as well, um, but the big one was the uh, the role of Jake Cisco. He was also considered for the role of Benjamin Cisco and lost out to uh, what, what's this crazy in the end? Avery Brooks. Yeah, what's this crazy? He would have been an interesting Cisco. Yeah. yeah, I would have been down with that, but that's fine. Avery Brooks did fine too. Uh, voiced many characters in many Star Trek video games. Uh, also, Daniel Roebuck and Company. Uh, <laughs> he was agent. Uh, he was Agent Ween. He played a Romulan civilian in Star Trek The Next, next Generation 5th Season Episode Unification Part 1 and 2. So a lot of
2: Star Trek there. Today. No no surprise. Dudes and everything.
3: Yeah. Guy does all the things you need him to do. Uh, soundtrack great. I give this an F for fine. It's fine. It's fine. It does what it needs to. When it needs to. It's fine. It's serviceable. That should mm-hmm. be an S for serviceable. Yeah.
0: I, I didn't come away caring about it. Like mm. this, the soundtrack, just it meant nothing to me. Yeah, it's
3: not, it won't, yeah. it's nothing you'll carry with you or be significant. It just is there to service the film in a way that's sufficient. That's it. That's all it is. All right, Twitter post. This is where you guys sum this thing up in 280 characters or less. Let's start with Randy.
0: Final destination four dudes and three women all come together with a huge amount of high emotion and fear and then one by one they leave until it's just two guys and a girl and it's awkward just like a Saturday night at Epitaph <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: nice sure especially in these dark times mm-hmm. <laughs> also with us exactly. Brian Dunaway
4: oh final destination like running into Candyman at the morgue is when you realize you're playing chess while death is playing Jenga <laughs> This tea is scaring me. <laughs> death is playing you're, Jenga.
2: Nice. You're yeah.
0: absolutely right. Death was playing Jenga. If there like if you had to like let's let's come up with the perfect game that death is it's, playing. Clearly, it's
2: mousetrap.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, but it's But it's good. not. Like mousetrap is mousetrap is hard.
4: Death is yeah, mousetrap is so hard.
1: <laughs> so is it's death. True. Yeah, that's the true. The hardest
4: thing about mousetrap, mousetrap is setting it up.
3: That's true. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree yeah. with that it's the single hardest part yep. uh also uh then finally Brian a bit.
2: kind of plays right into that final destination Rube Goldberg presses lever a which makes a noise to cause hamster b to spin around in its wheel c turning crank d which lights candle e that burns through the rope f dropping weight g on the seesaw h which rotates bar j which makes Rube, Rube Goldberg turn in his grave
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> nice that's awesome. I love the idea I of the I end I of a Rube, I love the end of a Rube Goldberg device is him literally moving physically in his grave. Is right. a yeah. great way yeah. to end your Rube Goldberg device. It's very good. All right. Uh well that's all good and well. Let's check this out. This film had two alternative titles. It was crazy. It was just handed to me. This is almost called Get Carter Out of the Car. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, or uh, finally, dude, where's my head?
0: <laughs> that's a good one.
3: Because, you know, he was in Dude, where's my car scene. So, yeah, okay. yeah, that's very good. For, for listeners who maybe don't get it, that's the joke there. All right. I uh, got an email from a listener. He sent it to filmsack at gmail.com. You're encouraged to do the same. His name is Dan, and he says, Hey, Sackers, first, I quickly want to thank you for finally covering my favorite horror slash dead teenager film, The Final Destination, although he means mm-hmm. final uh second i'm really looking forward to your thoughts on 2012 i watched it after scott announced it was coming up scott have your trope alert button ready because you might set a film sack record for most times Mm. pressing it thanks dan well dan's way ahead of the curve watching stuff way before we do um I suspect that thing is uh, just about the most disaster movie tropey movie in the history of those. So
0: we're gonna we're gonna yeah. watch it next week, and I would really, really like to not get any spoilers because I've never seen it. Ooh. So
2: nice. hey, oh, hey,
1: that's cool. I won't even
2: tell you the year it takes place. <gasps> Thank
1: you.
0: That is Thank the you. least. That's the most
3: spoiler-free Brian Hibbert's ever been about anything in his life. <laughs> <laughs> that's really great. Uh, no, that's uh, I'm excited to hear that actually because I think uh, the rest of us have seen it. I assume. I think we all have, right? Correct. Yeah. I uh, did not love it in the theaters, but I couldn't. I don't think there's a movie that's more perfect for us than this, and it will give us a chance to really tear down some of those, those disaster ideas that you see in like every disaster oh, movie. This movie is sure. full of them. Yeah. And um, yeah, it'll be great. So the long, long time coming. We might even get a little extra surprise from from uh, our good pal uh, Tom Merritt. I got to talk to him, but I think he's going to want to contribute a little bit to this. So we'll let you guys know when that happens that's next week right here on film sack 2012 is the film and we'll probably do more of these final destinations and we say probably we don't know how far out we'll spread them out but i think we're all cool with this idea of checking out the whole series if we can mm-hmm. um, Good times. So so will we'll, we'll take them weeks. one at a time yeah one at a yeah. time not in a weird reverse order or anything weird like that <laughs> uh we'll we'll give it some weeks before we do the next one but uh Stick around because Final Destination Two will be right around the corner. All right, I give, uh, That's it for us. That's all, everybody. Filmsack.com is the website. Go there, be there, have fun there. There's things to do, places to link off to. You'll find a whole treasure trove of content by heading to fog or uh, to fog. Heading to Filmsack.com. Uh, you can also leave us voicemails at eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. Emails at Filmsack at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Filmsack and leave us reviews wherever you get your shows. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Carter, you did. Well, I'll <laughs> <we'll> see you <laughs> next time. <laughs> for
1: My team! Yeah.
3: This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at (laughs) frogpants.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.